three, two, one. They said it was just going to be an easy grab. Well, it ain't no easy grab. They got tea. That was a quote from <laughs> Sleepless in Seattle. I'm Adam from Your Movie Sucks. This is Sardonicast. I feel like it wouldn't be a proper intro if we didn't like both Ralph and I introduce <laughs> each other at the exact same time. What do you reckon? Should we yeah. try? <laughs> I was going to let you uh, go yeah, first. Yeah. Since it's, yeah. Okay. Yeah, so well, I haven't <laughs> been here for a while. <laughs> I'm Alex Maichi, and uh, if you haven't already guessed, we joined by a third, uh, a special uh, third. I'm, and I'm T. I'm <laughs> Jamie Foxx. The T that we got. Uh-huh. For a special episode, I, I've, I know I've I've never said this ever publicly, but I I didn't really come up with like the whole they got tea joke. It was like my roommate who. Oh. Well, first of all, no one came up with it because it's a line from a movie, right? But he was the one. No one wrote it. Like he started <laughs> memeing it. He started getting it injured. He's the one yeah, who started yeah. memeing it, and I yeah. thought it was funny. So then we all started memeing it, and then I memed it in my video. Just a yeah, just an infectious sort of thing. Sometimes inside jokes yeah. make the best jokes for the channel because then it helps you mm -hmm. know like build an audience and have that sort of like you know special inside joke channel meme sort of thing. That's like every single one of R.M. Brown's comments. Yeah. It's just his fucking soundboard that he keeps spamming. <laughs> it's like a cult right. by the end of it. Like every single comment is just some fucking soundboard clip. <laughs> it's yeah. very funny. I wonder if he's like upset about it though that I like took his joke and like <laughs> made it. Oh, your roommate? It, like, you know. Yeah, <laughs> like made made shirts about it. <laughs> well, now now that the uh, I don't think he cares. Really. Now that the information's finally out and we can properly credit, I think that that yeah. that's the end of that. After all these years, it, it's fine. Yeah, you might get a letter from a lawyer any day now. You could watch your back. <laughs> oh shit! Oh oh yeah. The reparations and the... no, I got the the Ralph the movie maker lawyers on it. You gotta watch out for for H bomber guy. Oh yeah, it's yeah. A big thing though, man. Oh, what did he, what happened? H bomber guy. Mm -hmm. His huge video about like plagiarism. It's calling people out. Oh, everybody's looking out for it now. No, I didn't see. Oh damn. Oh, I see. It's the biggest thing right now. Well, a couple weeks ago. Yeah, yeah. I saw something on our subreddit with like uh, Elvis the alien. Mm -hmm. Like I don't know. Yeah, that was like a knock on thing. I think from H bomber guy and people are, are looking for stuff now. Uh, mm -hmm. Yeah, this whole thing's been an issue on YouTube for years, right? I remember, um, oh, what is his name? Matthew Santino or something like this? He did like top Santoro? 10s and even one of his top 10. Santoro, that's it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I remember there being some drama around it. Yeah, yeah. Him stealing a, just like a top 10 list or whatever. But um, yeah. it goes quite far. Mm. Yeah. Wow. It really goes into the mentality of like, what are you creating content for? Because if it's not to express something from yourself, why the fuck are you doing it? Like, if, it, if it's as simple as like, <laughs> oh, I can take someone else's words and opinions. I can take a story that someone else made or an opinion that somebody else like put verbatim, like a list that somebody else made. Yeah. Why are you making... It's not to express yourself. Go fuck yourself. Delete your channel. Delete your channel. Get off <laughs> I mean, of yeah. There should be a place for art. <laughs> yeah, but it's like these... These list channels or whatever, they're not doing it for, you know, <laughs> if they're making like one list video a week, there's a reason they're 
<laughs> they they yeah. go into the the random lists online to to steal it, you know. Yeah, it's just like laziness. Like Watch Mojo, top ten, yeah, uh, top ten lawns and movies. <laughs> right. I'm gonna make a hate channel called Watch Mofo. Probably already exists. <laughs> Watch out, Mofo. Speaking of lists, like I saw that the variety lists of like it was like the worst of 2023 list. It's like Ghosted is oh. on there. I'm like, okay. Yeah. And then like uh, Asteroid City is number two. It's so weird. That's a oh, really? very Asteroid popular City. thing to hate on. Um, I thought it was yeah. like Wes's <laughs> weakest film for me, but I don't think it was like worst of the no. year quality, but you know. Yeah, not like a worst of the year. That's kind of like what the Razzies do. Just like pick yeah. on a movie. Yeah. So like, that's not a worst of the year. I'm looking on here. They got Winnie the Pooh, Blood and Honey. <laughs> yeah, like that's much worse than Asteroid City or yeah, yeah like really uh, Rebel Moon. I don't know if you guys talked about that. Oh, or... yes. Unfortunately. Uh, yeah, yeah. We did that last yeah. episode. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I've I've been uh like keeping up a little bit like looking in on the Reddit mostly um mm-hmm. and I see mm-hmm. mostly nice things like oh oh like oh oh you know Mr. Ralph or whatever which is good it, it's like oh it's it's better like people say that about me right than people like oh fuck that guy I'm glad he's gone <laughs> yeah, yeah so it's it's been nice um you know doing that and, and there's yeah. a- <laughs> I don't know if uh, either of you have noticed this year, but like this year in particular, and I guess maybe only on Twitter X, whatever, mm. there's a bunch of people, and I think even who's the director of, uh, damn, what's this, uh, Sinister? The guy that made Sinister. There's like a bunch of people, some big names, some not big names, that are like, mm. we need to cancel worst of lists. Oh, Scott Derrickson. <laughs> I get, I get that. Like, like that they're inherently bad to talk about the things in a year that you that you disliked the most. What do what do we feel about that? That's uh, Scott Derrickson, yes, by the way. That's right. Yeah, that's kind of a common like Twittery opinion. Because I remember seeing big posts about when that awful, awful Space Jam movie from a year or two ago came out, and people were like, "You can't say it's bad, man. Why can't we just enjoy things anymore? You know, like if you just switch your brain off." <laughs> This will be awesome, and it is awesome. It's moving. It's colors. Why can't you enjoy my criticism? Same argument. Yeah, I, I, yeah. That, that's, that's just a, enjoy a horrible, my criticism. Um, <laughs> this is why can't you just enjoy things? Yeah, especially when it's like when we when we're talking about movies, when we're talking about lists with movies, like the stakes. I'm sorry, they're just never that high. No, you know, I love talking about the art and everything, but as far as getting angry over who put this in this list here and who put this there and if it's positive or negatively slanted i don't care like yeah so like why do you care so much <laughs> i feel i feel like yeah. i could get a pretty good list of recommendations if armand white ever made a worst movies of the year list right yeah. <laughs> it's just like all the fucking hits <laughs> i'd probably get some really good recs <laughs> it's like the opposite. Yeah, I did. I did a video like that once. Also, some people like watching bad movies. <laughs> yeah, some people like watching bad movies. Why not? Like, oh, this is the worst movie there. Some people want to watch. Like, you might be increasing sales. I mean, any publicity for your film is good publicity. The more people talk about it, really, you know, it could remind True. people that something exists, or people could find out that it exists and then be like, oh, I want to see if this is really as bad, or. Maybe they'll look at the little blurb and be like, this doesn't look too bad, right? Maybe they'll watch the trailer and be like, oh, why did this person put that on the list? And like, check it out. I don't know. It's a weird, weird thing to try and cancel. Yeah. Well, there's there's um, heaps to learn from It's like banning the word things. bossy. Yeah. 
because there's this good clip on um the word on boss, YouTube. Baby. Uh, there's like a, yeah. a one and a half minute clip of Alan Moore talking about like why you should read <laughs> terrible books because of what you can learn from it. Uh, and I feel like similarly about Hell yeah. films. Like, yeah, don't just watch one or too. the other, but yeah, yeah. seeing the some of the more interesting failures, like a Rebel Moon, and being able to pinpoint where you think it went wrong, it's like quite a quite a useful exercise, right. you know. And it can make you appreciate the things right. that you get it right. Yeah. Totally. Uh, Oscar noms. <laughs> yeah, the 96th <laughs> Academy Excuse Awards, me. baby. Worst movies. We're here. We have the list of yeah, nominees. Worst um, movie of all time. <laughs> I, I was, yeah, th there's some, there's some standouts here, but, uh, yeah. Where are you reading from, by the way? I've got the Oscars.org official list here, so. Okay. Yeah, I've gone straight cool. to the source. 96 nice. Academy Awards. No middleman. I guess they put it in order of uh, <laughs> importance in their mind because it starts with actor in a leading role. Okay, so let's just start there. Are you sure that's not alphabetical? Uh, yeah, yeah. I was just joking. Um, it is alphabetical, oh. but um, sexist. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah, let's start with actor in a leading role. I guess. I guess I'll just read the names in the films, then we can discuss what we think about them, yeah? That makes sense. Or should we stop as we go? How's, what's the best way to approach that? Yeah. How about, how about you start with best picture? Because then we can just talk about the movies in okay, general yeah, and then talk about the, chunkiest the categories. Because they're all basically, yeah, all, almost every single sub-nominee nominee okay. category or whatever yeah, okay. is just best picture. Okay, I'll start with best picture, then go back up to best actor and go from there. Yeah. Right, so best yeah. picture, what we got this year, starting with American Fiction, Anatomy of a Fall, Barbie, The Holdovers, Killers of the Flower Moon, Maestro, Oppenheimer, Past Lives, Poor Things, and The Zone of Interest. Honestly, a pretty solid selection there. There's only one or two major uh, ones that scream yeah. out to me, the first one being... I uh -huh. guess Maestro. Yeah. Maestro? Like, I've, I, yeah. I, I have to... <laughs> Seems to be everybody's opinion. Maestro. Exactly, yeah. Uh, yeah. I, it's uh, Oscar bait. It's the Oscar bait movie. I've heard it's, I've heard it's tar at home. Uh, <laughs> it's like, yeah, flea market tar. Yeah, I watched about 40 yeah. minutes of it, and I was honestly kind of bored to tears. Um, I, wow, I had really? like the same experience with Alex. I like fell asleep. Yeah, I just couldn't. How long is it? It's not even that long, a couple hours. It feels very too long, long though. It's like two and a half hours. <laughs> I found it way yeah. too slow and I'll probably never revisit it like for my list for my 2023. I'll never revisit yeah, it. Yeah, it feels it feels like it's stopping like every five minutes to basically beg at the camera like, are we, are we worthy of the award yet? You know, it's like, it's like, come on. It's so, <laughs> it's so desperate. It's like, man, there's it's something joyless about it at a certain point where you're just... Masturbatory. Yeah, it does feel that way, even though there's like so much, so much like objective quality to what's going. It's almost like, it's almost weirdly insincere. And I know that's, it, uh, that's yeah, a lot to sure. say based on how much I've seen of the film, but like I just, yeah. I watched it the same day like I watched Anatomy of a Fall and oh, damn. Uh, Past mm. Lives. Uh, oh, of course. And that was like the, the, the trilogy <laughs> Capron was like, oh my God, this yeah, is like. Those are great movies, right? Much better. Uh, much better movies. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. So I'm like on the edge of my seat for these. And then for this, I'm yeah. like, oh, this is so like exactly what you'd anticipate and expect. That's yeah, sucks. I'm I'm really not looking for any. Yeah, there's only two that I haven't seen. All the nods seen. is just obligatory. Uh, I've seen all of them yeah. already, except 
uh, Maestro and American Fiction. And I hear that those are the two worst that they're mo- both like I hear American Fiction's mm. mid. So I'm just American Fiction looks more interesting than Maestro. Yeah, that that's about yeah, it's mixed. I really liked American Fiction, but yeah, it's been getting like mixed from like my circle too. Mm-hmm. Like kind of I don't want to see Oscar Beatty. I'll but. give him a chance. I'll give him a chance. I'm just pissed that that's the only one I have to like go to a theater for, knowing that I'm probably not going to enjoy. <laughs> I like that I can see Maestro on the computer. It's okay. It's it's yeah. I think it's better than Maestro. Yeah, yeah. that's the only one I haven't seen. It's got a fun yeah. trailer. I thought the premise was okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'll get around to that eventually. But, uh, but yeah, other than that, great like selection. This was a really great year. I really liked a lot of those movies. There's no Avatar 2. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> There's no Avatar 2. There's no uh, Bohemian Rhapsody. There's no Green Book. How do we feel about the uh, the Barbie drama, I guess? Um, oh, <laughs> that it didn't get oh. nominated for enough? I get, I get why it's in here for Best Picture, but I guess, I don't know, it wouldn't be my personal choice. Um, uh-huh. It was fun. It was fun. Is that the drama? Is that it's in Best Picture? Because my I've heard the drama is that it didn't get best director and best actress noms. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, mm-hmm. And because because Ken does get the nod, obviously, in supporting, uh, which is funny. Yeah, it's the, the funniest. The outcome. actress one's weirder than the director one because the director one's pretty stacked. Like you'll get to it, but all those all five of those are like yeah, they yeah. all do, like are worthy of. A yeah, nom. why don't we talk about that when we get to the categories? Okay. Yeah. 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 But it, yeah, as far as it's standing in um, Best Picture, I'm more just like, yeah, it, uh, again, not that I dislike Barbie, but as far as be- Best Picture or really any Oscar material, it's not really what comes to mind. Maybe mm-hmm. outside of production or some of the music in there. Yeah. I don't understand nods. But outside of that, I'm like, yeah, I don't really get it. I mean, the Lego movie's better than Barbie. Yeah. And so if you mm-hmm. made, you know, it's kind of, it's, al- yeah. it's almost kind of like derivative of the, of the Lego movie in terms of like inspiration and you know, kind of what it's able to do with a uh, existing toy <laughs> product. Yeah. Although mm-hmm. this one didn't explicitly, you know, I think what helps this one for the Oscar nom is A, you know, feminist messaging directed by a woman. Yeah. B, PG-13 rating. So the Oscars look at it and go, oh, that one's not for ch- kids. We can give it a something award. Whereas like there's always this weird bias against kids movies for some reason. Yeah. Yeah, animate animation and horror. Yeah. yeah, sure. It's a good movie too. I mean, yeah, it's a good movie. Yeah. I agree. I, yeah. yeah, I agree. It's not as like I liked a lot of these other movies better. I'm glad you guys like poor things. I saw oh, you guys enjoyed that. Yeah, I really enjoyed that too. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah. what I was about to say on the on the feminist messaging of that that's kind of my not not that it's uh, been overlooked for Barbie, in fact, it's kind of has way more norms than Barbie, yeah. I feel like it deserves it for those kind of factors yeah a lot more so i think it's got a solid shot at best picture out of the ones that i've seen i enjoy barbie more than three of them anyway so it's not like i don't even you know it's fine to be on best picture i don't think it's (laughs) undeserving um Hmm. but i i mean i just like lego movie more <laughs> very different movies, very different movies. Yeah, but like I like a movie more. I like poor things more. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's there's there's a 
it's part quality and then part like optics when things appear you, in you Oscar like nominations. Uh, you like Barbie you like Barbie more than Oppenheimer you I do team actually yeah Barbie and that that Barbenheimer <laughs> the the Barbenheimer I'm, debate I'm team Oppenheimer yeah, yeah oh, shit. I reckon yeah yeah I'm, I'm on the Oppenheimer side myself whatever yeah I'm a uh, team Oppie Team up, <laughs> team up, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm glad that's nominated. Oppy versus Bobby, <laughs> Bobby, Bobby. It's, it's some YouTuber. <laughs> yeah, was, I, I forgot that YouTuber's name. <laughs> so let's, uh, yeah, let's get in. Let's go back to the top then. Go to actor in a leading role. So Be- nominees. Before before we move on, I just want to I want to get Ralph's opinion on this. Sorry, did we talk about the mm. holdovers at TIFF? Ralph, or did we? Did I only talk about no. it? Okay. Well, I I was supposed to leave that day at oh yeah TIFF. Like they the screening, this critic screening was that day, and then I was supposed to leave right after that, so I didn't see you. Okay, okay. Um, but then I you know I ended up staying two more days because the flights got you know that's right canceled yeah, yeah. and whatever. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I was a holdover in <laughs> Toronto. <laughs> True. Uh, yeah. Anyway, but yeah, we didn't really talk about it much. But I enjoyed yeah, it. Yeah, that's my least favorite out of the ones I've seen. Mm. Just because it's just yeah, it's, it feels really Oscar baity, and you know, just kind of I've seen it before. And outside of the '70s style and Paul Giamatti, it's like it, you didn't really do anything new. You you can just imagine the rest of the movie, <laughs> and then you know. <laughs> yeah, that's fine. Yeah, that I was... really enjoyed it. Yeah, I saw that. Uh, mm-hmm. I saw that twice. I saw it again at, on film in like. Uh, in the city, Roxy Hotel. They're playing okay. like 35 millimeter. So that was cool. It was a cool experience. So it makes it even more re- retro than it already mm. is. Because it's already yeah, like true. super retro. Uh, yeah, it's like plucked from the 70s. But yeah, I, I enjoyed it. I guess it's not everyone's um, cup of tea. He's not nominated either for uh, Paul? director. The, uh, oh, di- the oh, director, no, no. Alexander Payne. Yeah. yeah. I think Paul yeah. Giamatti probably Mr. will. Payne. Yeah. Paul J. Mai's got a good shot at that if we're... But he's not playing a real person in a biopic. Counterpoint. He's not playing a musician (laughs) in a biopic. Does that help? He's not playing Oppie. Mm. (laughs) He's going to win. You you think it's going to be him? Well, they always have a weird bias towards biopics. That that is true. And it's like, are you really going to give it to Bradley? Mm-hmm. <laughs> are you really gonna give it to bradley i don't know i think killian's yeah. and also killian's been in the industry for so long and this is like i i think everybody at the academy is like oh i've liked seeing you throughout the past few decades in films and this is a time to recognize you mm. sure and he did a great job too i mean you know it's i think i think he'll probably yeah get it. but you know giamatti has won a lot of these other awards i've seen like i think he won the critics choice oh, really? or, or some of them um and i I don't know. I feel like the same for Giamatti. Like you, the critics really like him. He's been in the industry a long time. So, I mean, yeah, he's great, yeah. but he's not playing a real person in a biopic. It <laughs> yeah. depends on whether or not the Academy thinks that his lazy eye is his acting or just a thing that he already has. Mm. <laughs> yeah, I don't think you could like fit. If, if he's if he, if that's a part of his acting, then maybe he'll win. <laughs> Yeah, the the five that are up for actor in a leading role on the on the dude side here, it's not it's not as strong or ex- exciting as some of these other categories. Because outside of what Bradley Cooper, you got Paul Giamatti, as you said, Killian Murphy, Jeffrey Wright for Amer- American Fiction, which I haven't seen, and Coleman Domingo from Rustin. Have you guys seen that? I was looking at it on IMDb. No, it's, I haven't. Rustin makes me feel good. Uh, <laughs> I haven't seen it. I've yeah, I got no comment I haven't on that seen one. It. But yeah, I'd be happy. I'll with be watching Killian them all. Giamatti. 
personally um, on that one. Uh, I'm going Killian. Yeah, that's who I'd prefer, but uh, I wouldn't be upset about GMLT either. Uh, that's definitely my mm-hmm. favorite part of that film. Uh, Nobody so- saw the holdovers. <laughs> Actor in a supporting role. Let's do this one. Then. More for American fiction. Sterling K. Brown, Robert De Niro and Killers of the Flower Moon. Robert Downey Jr. and Oppenheimer, Ryan Gosling in Barbie, and Mark Ruffalo in Poor Things. I would... Oh, I didn't even know Mark was nominated. Yeah, that's definitely yeah. where I would lean, Damn. I think, is Ruffalo there. He's fantastic. He's, he's great in it, yeah. Uh, I think it's going to go to Robert Downey Jr., though. Um, that's what people are saying. Yeah, I think it's going to go to him. Sterling K. Brown, that's a weird... Um, no, he's good in the movie. I just wasn't expecting that. For American fiction, yeah. Well, otherwise the Oscars would be too white. Yeah, <laughs> and they can't they can't decide movies outside of existing Best Picture nominations. That would be crazy. <laughs> you can't look like you can't look like at another black performance from another movie that wasn't a Best Picture nom. Yeah, it is annoying the way they do that. That'd be crazy. Yeah, Academy doing their Academy things. Yeah, so that was the big drama then with uh, Ryan Gosling getting the nod here. Which um, is very funny. Without Margot getting one. and But I mean, like uh-huh. he was the best part of the movie. Um, and um, so as far as supporting <laughs> actor, there's some big snubs, like Willem Dafoe is not nominated True. for poor things. Yeah. And Charles Melton for May-December, those mm. two. Yeah, there was much less uh, May-December than I was expecting, actually. I thought there were going to be more nods towards that. Did you watch that, Alex? I, I did, yeah, uh, the last couple of weeks. Oh, nice. Um, yeah, I'll be watching it soon. I'm excited to see I've seen it. Seen that a few times. Yeah. 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 Maybe it's the subject matter. Or I, I don't know. Uh, I, I, it seems just quite random the way they pick some of this stuff. To be honest, so I'm not even going to try and apply right? any, any logic. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's, it's like it's like they've got a couple really strong ones that make sense, and then the rest of them they're just kind of like picking from a hat of like a list of ten or twelve movies. They're like, oh, you know, I yeah. guess this one. Like whichever, because remember, this is all done via Oscar campaigns, right? The four-year mm-hmm. consideration campaigns. There's a reason why I'm thinking of ending ending things got zero nominations, despite deservedly getting a nomination in maybe like every single category, like at least makeup. Like you're insane for like, come on, mm-hmm. makeup. Yeah, there, the reason why is because Netflix forgot it existed and therefore the Academy forgot it existed because nobody told them in the four-year consideration campaign that it existed. Yeah, the studios yeah. like usually have enough money to only campaign for like yeah. specific movie or a certain amount of movies. So some get left out, and, you know, they get lost in the shuffle. Yeah, you know what's fucking crazy? So mm-hmm. um, the reason why Anatomy of a Fall is nominated for Best Picture but not Best Foreign Language is because France didn't submit it. And people are speculating it's because the uh, I think it was uh, the lead uh, from yeah Sandra Hüller. Um, she said some things critical of <laughs> the French government oh. in one of the press tours for the movie. <laughs> it might have been at Cannes, and then the French you know the French government decides which film to submit, and you can only submit one for uh, the uh, Oscar. You know country mm-hmm. submission so they just submitted some other movie which is supposed to be good don't get me wrong the other one's supposed to be good but like there's there's an obvious pick it's the fucking palm door winner that everybody is talking about yeah everyone's <laughs> like, like what do you mean that's nominated for a bunch of other oscars anyway so yeah and apparently that's not the first time it's happened 
I'll look into it more later. Oh, weird. Um, yeah. Well, I, I feel like the actress leading role category is a bit more exciting than the inverse with uh, Annette Benning from Nyad. Is that how you say it? I haven't watched that one. Um, Nyad. 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 Uh, Lily Gladstone Nyad. from Killers of the Flower Moon. Sandra Hula, as you just said, from Anatomy of a Fool. Carrie Mulligan from Maestro. And Emma Stone from Poor Things. Um, Damn. Yeah, tough competition there. Some really yeah. good, uh, yeah. very strong characters there and good performances. I think Lily's got it. You think? I think it's uh, Emma Stone. Oh, yeah? I think it's between them. Yeah. Those are the two in my mind. Though. Mm-hmm. It's got to be. It's between them for sure. But I think uh, I ultimately what I think it comes down to, I think Emma Stone's just in the movie more. Yeah, that's probably how I'd yeah. pick it too. Uh, that is a weird, like, it's it is barely a leading role <laughs> in Killers of the Flower Moon. She got the most screen time for Yeah, for Lily. People were saying it should have been supporting. Yeah, I agree. I think I think it's literally counted by just who had the most screen time of either gender, not who had the most screen time in the entire movie. Yeah. Yeah, sure. I'm just speaking from like who I would give it to. Yeah. I, you know, Lily's great, but I think, you know, she's not in the movie as much as like some of the other characters and like she spends a lot of the movie like in a bed like sick <laughs> yeah 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 whereas emma stone i feel is in like a majority of the movie and she wasn't even acting they just made her sick yeah <laughs> and and yeah i could see they it gave like, her oh, it'd be a big story that like oh they give her two oscars before she's 35 it's amazing whatever yeah <laughs> it's I, amazing. I do think Wait, emma stone probably two oscars win. well yeah she won for la la land oh so she'll have two yeah, Emma Stone. Oh, Emma? Sorry, I thought you were talking about Lily for a second. I was like, what oh, the fuck? Oh, sorry. <laughs> yeah, well, you know, for, yeah. Oh, yeah, Lily Gladstone and La La Land. Yeah, she's amazing in that. Emma Stone also won Best Picture. <laughs> That's so. right. <laughs> she's, got, she's got three. Greedy. Yeah, she gets two and a half. <laughs> or she will have three. Right. Yeah, this, I don't know, the, uh, what you said about Gladstone probably should, should have been supporting I think she'd take that with ease, but True. this is such fierce competition. Yeah. Um, they got weird rules. I, yeah, I think Emma Stone might might edge out there. Um, I think she will. That's, that's where my vote would go. Edging. I'm Team Emma. She'd edge it right out. <laughs> Team Emma, baby. <laughs> I love Emma Stone. <laughs> well, speaking of then, I guess um, actress in a supporting role. We got Emily Blunt from Oppenheimer. Smoke Danielle shit. Brooks from <laughs> The Color Purple. America Ferreira. From Barbie, Jodie Foster from Nyad, and the uh, Divine Joy Randolph from The Holdovers. Uh, I didn't think America Ferrera was like Oscar worthy or anything. No, that's another kind of unusual one. I mm-hmm. saw people comparing it to. Yeah. Uh, it's odd. The Everything Everywhere nod for uh, what's her face? You know, Halloween lady uh jamie oh jamie lee curtis yeah yeah that's right she won (laughs) oh man (laughs) yeah she did win the nepo baby yeah exactly she's talented wow (laughs) yeah but like weird for that movie you know it's like what what? like she's not bad and everything everywhere that movie yeah 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 (laughs) yeah the same with this it's like yeah she was i guess a fairly memorable character she's got the speech at the end so i guess that's why she stands out as a supporting role i don't know yeah you know i feel like the the academy would dodge a lot of criticism if they just let go of the idea that there only has to be five people in each nomination like 
it's not like you're going to have to find extra seats to fit people at the Oscars because these are all the, all the people you nominated are just people from the movies that are already nominated anyway. Yeah. So if you mm-hmm. wanted to throw in fucking Margot Robbie for actress, just have six, six, just have six, mm-hmm. have six nominees. Why not? You make your own rules. She's going to be there anyway. Yeah, I, I don't get that. Fuck it. Why? Like you? What? Why does there only have to be five? That's crazy. Like, just, just let go of that idea. You don't need it. Sorry. But with who's there? Who do you think is going to nab the supporting? I, I don't know. Maybe Emily Blunt, perhaps. Yeah, smoke that shit. I did, I did like her in. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I'm not sure. It's, uh... Yeah, I haven't seen Purple or. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, pro- Emily Blunt, sure. It's- yeah, yeah. I'll no smoke strong. that. Kind of a- Emily Split. <laughs> smoke that blunt. Right. Let's go to uh, let's go to animated feature film because this is a an unusual list of movies right here. We've got The Boy Where's and the Heron, the Turtles, Elemental, Nimona, Robot Dreams, and Spider Man Across the Spider Verse. Um, uh, no, no turtles. Turtles was better than Elemental. I like turtles. It, Actually, I've turtles is better than yeah. Elemental and Nimona. I would say, and Robot Dreams. I would say, I would say it's better than all of those. Uh-huh. Well, I, I haven't seen a lot of those. So. I think your Alex is a hater of robots and dreams. Well, I normally love robots, <laughs> so I should love Robot Dreams. It's just that movie. <laughs> I like the movie, Ralph. I'm not sure what you'll think about it, but I, I really Robot like Robot Dreams. You know the other robots movie. The animated one. iRobot and the, the other robots. This is robots. It? Yeah. No, I know what you're talking about. That was a bad movie. Oh, robots, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Anthony Hopkins <laughs> and Rebel Moon. Yeah. Best animated movie. <laughs> Damn. I'm actually happy that Robot Dreams is on there. When's the last time like a well, actually never mind. I was about to say, um, when's the last time like an animated movie from like a foreign country? There's been a, a bunch of like I forget that Irish studio. I guess the boy in the heron. The boy oh, in yeah, the heron, like, yeah. yeah. Like no, tons from Japan. Tons from Japan though. But this is this is like yeah. a Spanish one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I like that. Although no dialogue, but I like that about it. It does have pretty beautiful animation. Uh, but I just don't love the film. Uh especially when it's up against Boy in the Heron and Spider Verse, I just don't think It's certainly not winning. It. No. But it deserves to be there a lot more than Elemental, right? Oh yeah. Yeah, that's, that's, I know, it's fine. It's not like insultingly bad, but Oscar worthy is a bit, a bit of a stretch. Yeah, that's more like the arbitrary Pixar yeah. nod. Yeah. Especially when, as you said, Turtles isn't in there. So I don't really care yeah. about the Ninja Turtles, Turtles but better. that film is cool and creative and weird and, you know, deserves a nod over Nimona too, because that's like just, again, just fine, you know, very mm-hmm. serviceable. I like parts of it, but I like Rizomed a lot, but outside of it. Quite quite cringy stuff in that film um, that weighs it down. Best case scenario is no elemental, and instead we get Adam Sandler's Leo. Yeah, that's I best mean, case scenario. I'd rather I'd probably watch Leo again <laughs> before I watch Elemental. Thank <laughs> you. I don't even know what that is. Did, did that come out? It was a net yeah, yeah. Netflix straight to Netflix. Adam Sandler oh. he plays like a Totoro. Some it's not a lizard. I've been told. <laughs> I can't say. Uh, I don't know what it is. Oh, a tuatara. Like yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, a tartar sauce. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And Bill Burr's in it. He's a turtle. There's a Bill Burtle. It's funny. It's like it's weird. Oh, it's another another turtle movie. Like uh, yeah, <laughs> Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Yeah, damn. We could have gotten double turtle movie. 
Yeah, but it's it's like one of those Adam Sandler movies he like does f- like under contract because he has to do like five movies for Netflix or whatever. I mean, I enjoyed it. <laughs> Parker. For what it was. That's fine. <laughs> yeah, but if Spider-Verse doesn't win, uh, which I can yeah. see happening to Boy and the Heron. Uh, I can see so that. That's the obvious. Um, I can see Heron. I, I, I would prefer Spider-Verse though. I, Spider-Verse is my favorite. Yeah. Spider-Verse deserves it. Out of those picks, Spider-Verse definitely deserves it. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. They kind of like one-upped the animation from the last one, whereas Boy and Heron is kind of like Miyazaki going through the motions of like what is supposed to be a (laughs) Miyazaki film. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I get that. It's Miyazaki. You know, it looks beautiful. Exactly. Yeah. Right, like Spider Verse is like yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's, it's it's expected of him, of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a bit more surprising how good they managed to make All right. that film. Right, yeah. outdo themselves. Cinematography is next, uh, starting with mm-hmm. El Cond, Edward Lachman, Killers of the Flower Moon, Rodrigo Prieto, Maestro, Matthew Libatique, Oppenheimer, Hoyt van Hoytemer. And Poor Things, Robbie Ryan. Uh, mm. I think Poor Things has got it. Uh, yeah. Probably right. I would be happy with Poor right. Things or Oppenheimer. Uh, I... It's got the most cinematography. <laughs> <laughs> what, Oppenheimer? <laughs> poor Things. Oh, oh, Poor Things. Okay. Well, it's, a, it's an easy win because it's got the best and the most. A lot of the times the Oscars will give it to the most. Like the loudest movie gets the sound award. It's, yeah, what's well, got the most in terms of pure yeah. shots, runtime? I guess for Kills of the Flower Moon, it's got the most real estate to show shots, if we're talking about pure scale. Four Things has got the most memorable cinematography. It's got the like, oh, yeah. every shot, you're reminded that there's cinematography happening. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, I would yeah, definitely um, vote for that one. What about this first one? Is that, have any of us seen that, this El Con? Uh, it's been, um, I, no. I'm happy it's nominated because I am, uh, I was excited to watch it and was looking for an excuse to. It's a movie by Pablo Larraín, who is a Chilean. So like a vampire or something, right? Yeah, where uh, Pinochet is a vampire or some shit. And I always watch his movies. I don't expect it to be a masterpiece, but I've just kind of been wanting to watch it because I like the director anyway. So mm. it's an interest. Yeah, I'm excited to see what the cinematography looks like. He's always yeah. a very unique cinematography. He also did um, like Jackie and uh, that fucking Kristen Stewart to. Uh, Princess Diana one. Spencer. Oh, yeah. Spencer, thank you. Yeah, that's one to keep an eye out for then. Um, costume design is next. Nominees Barbie, Killers of the Flower Moon, Napoleon, first nod there, Oppenheimer, mm-hmm. and Poor Things. Um, hmm. Barbie could get it. I could see, yeah, I could see Barbie getting, getting the nod there. But again, I think I'd want yeah. Poor Things on this um, as far as costume design. Mm-hmm. Um, that was definitely my my favorite, most most creative, memorable usage of why, it. Why are you sexist? <laughs> it's like what? Yeah. What's your, what's your favorite versus what's your like actual like what you think is actually going to win? <laughs> yeah, I think Barbie will probably yeah, win, Barbie. but I prefer poor things. Yeah, yeah, agreed. Interesting. Was Napoleon mentioned anywhere else? Maybe like a song or something, but. Very few mentions. Uh, Napoleon's got more than one, um, I think, but we'll get to it. Yeah, we'll get to that as it comes. Uh, directing, then. Anatomy of a Fall. Killers of the Flower Moon. Oppenheimer. Poor Things. And 
the zone of interest. Another very strong category. I think it's cool that they gave a nom to Justine Trier. Yeah. Yeah. And Jonathan Glazer. Yeah, glaze, glaze boy, glaze my zone of interest any day. Glaze it up. <laughs> glaze, <laughs> glaze donut. <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. Um, but like I said, it's stacked category. Like, all yeah. those, all, like you know, like there's a lot of like Celine's song got left out for uh, past lives and again, Greg left out. And, but like they could just have more than five. Those people are going to be yeah. at the they're they're going to be at the awards yeah. anyway. Yeah, it should just be in there. But. You don't have to worry about seating. They're gonna be there. <laughs> Just fuck it. You can you can cut out maybe like five minutes of the nonsense, boring ass Jimmy Kimmel bullshit. <laughs> and then just and then just have like one more title for each category going like, and this is also nominated. Have you ever thought about that? No, people are only there. You can for do Jimmy. that really easily. <laughs> you can put Greta Gerwig there. <laughs> It doesn't have to be fine. No, Jimmy's more important than that. Ah, oh, I hate him. <laughs> and we're never going to get anyone else. He's going to do this until he's dead. Ugh. But, uh... I mean, I, I, I could just spin a wheel and be happy with any of these for directing, to be honest. I, don't, I would not be upset <laughs> by any of these. Um, I, think it, I think it'll go to Nolan. Do you think so? I yeah. My least favorites to win are Scorsese and Nolan. I would ha- I would be happy with the other three. Yeah, I'm not. I'd be fine with any of those. Yeah. Not that I hate Nolan and think he's a bad director. I'm just like you know, he'll have he'll have a bunch of other opportunities. Like he'll he'll make a movie in another year or two. And, yeah, yeah. But he ha- he hasn't won yet. People keep saying that. <laughs> I thought I thought you know if 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 he's gonna win one, I feel like now's the time. He's won the box office. He's he's won the real award. Yeah, but you know, Barbie won the box office too. Yeah. Who? <laughs> I feel like Barbie won the box office, and now Oppenheimer's gonna win the awards. Because mm. like Barbie edged it out. It's gonna win some awards, even though even though Oppenheimer made you know a half a billion dollars or whatever. That's that's yeah, it's not as much money. Successful, <laughs> right? Cool. Yeah, the boys yeah. still have to prove to the girls that right. <laughs> oh, the real the winners. Movie. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So this that's should, what's gonna. This is- <laughs> This will be a real dude's rock Oscars. <laughs> the boy, that's the, the boys need to win. This is the boys' year. <laughs> Damn. Um, but yeah, I think I think it will go to Nolan. Uh, but the, yeah, I, I'm happy with any of those. Those are all really good movies, yeah. really well directed movies, and I love that Glazer is there. Yeah, and you got that's the whole fantastic. Yeah, you get your yeah. big Oppenheimers. You get your zone of interest. You get your Paul things. Get anatomy. Yeah, that's a good. Mm-hmm. That's a good. That's yeah. a good selection. Then your ghosts. Um, but uh, documentary feature film is next, which I think I've only seen one of these, but I'll read them all anyway. We've got Bobby Wine, The People's President, The Eternal Memory, Four Daughters, To Kill a Tiger, and 20 Days, Maripole. Um, I've only seen Four Daughters out of that, which was excellent, but I can't mm-hmm. talk about it as far as how it contrasts with the other films there. Um, how come no one's credited on The Eternal Memory on this yeah, I know, Oscars official website? So, it's a secret. <laughs> <laughs> the Eternal Memory was great. Mm-hmm. Yeah, really great movie. I'll have to check those out. And uh, yeah, Bobby Wine is on Disney Plus, Hulu sort of thing. 20 Days in Mariupol. Someone said was free on YouTube, but I don't know if it's like free oh, really? officially, but it should be. Right. I think you can get it on Amazon. To Kill a Tiger, It's for you can watch it for free on the National Film Board of Canada website as long as you have a Canadian IP. Okay. 
and the stomach to deal with the subject matter as well. It's pretty heavy from what I was reading. I don't even know what the subject matter is. So who cares? Yeah, I'll let I'll let people Google that for themselves. It's apparently yeah. not about killing tigers. <laughs> no, <laughs> not really. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Can I plug can I plug can I do a weird thing here? Do a weird thing we like. I actually I just started doing like a uh I just started doing a uh VPN affiliate link. Oh yeah. Can I plug that? Just because it's like, it. oh, you need a Canadian IP. It's such an opportune moment. So it. if you need, if you want to watch the uh, To Kill a Tiger National Film Board of Canada website and you don't have a Canadian IP address, you can go to surfshark.deals slash YMS. You'll get a discount and I'll get a commission. Surfshark.deals slash YMS. Okay, thank you for letting me do that. No worries. Um, I, unless you guys have protest i'm gonna skip over some of the short categories because i don't think any of us boo, have much to shorts. Say, unless you do boo um, get a yeah, life shorts get a longer movie <laughs> so i'm gonna go to uh i'm gonna go to film editing <laughs> here uh we got anatomy of a fall the holdovers killers of the flower moon oppenheimer and poor things awesome familiar picks right here what stood out to you as far as editing from these films um because it's not what i liked about the holdovers that wasn't what i loved about no killers either um but i did like it in poor things and oppenheimer actually i know you weren't as much on oppenheimer, I oppenheimer. same um but those would kind of be my put my uh standouts i can pretty like vividly remember like an editing choice that i thought was very striking about poor things and then mm -hmm. i guess same with oppenheimer really there's some great editing choices yeah. in the, that movie yeah yeah i think it has some very good editing yeah anatomy of a fall the editing is kind of like complimentary in the background you're not thinking about it much so yeah it's not like a heavy focus do they just nod it because there are elements that are no not presented in it like what what is the what do they think it's because it's non-chronological yeah i was about to say that's it isn't it it's literally <laughs> just that even though it's like well why would you give that to editing but like, that could be written that way like so why is that exactly whatever dude they like <laughs> edit it to make it like what was happening in real time but yeah. like you went back in time to do it <laughs> they do that all the time it's crazy when you'd like start to think of how these fucking idiots <laughs> think of each of these categories just like the the most basic dumb joke answer you can think of in your head is probably the right actually one. actually how they do it yeah because yeah. like past lives is interesting with some of the editing choices, like more interesting than the holdovers to me. Or, True, um, actually. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So it seems like that. That's such a. It seems like such an afterthought category. That one, like <laughs> such a small handful of people are invested in what that actually means. <laughs> um, mm -hmm. But international feature film is next. Io Capitano from Italy, Perfect Days oh, from yeah. Japan, Society of the Snow from Spain. The Teacher's Lounge from Germany, and The Zone of Interest from the UK. I wonder what's going to win. Mm, nice to see Perfect Days in there. I love that mm. Perfect Days gets an odd. It won't win, but uh, I was very much of into course. that film. Uh, yeah, yeah, it'd be cool for one. And I'm excited to see all the other ones, too. Lo Capitano is uh, Matteo Garone. Yeah. I love his shit. Yeah. Society of the Snow, I've heard, is really interesting. And The Teacher's Lounge was on my... I tried to catch it at a festival and then just couldn't and they wouldn't give me a screener link they're like eh, we're not giving out screener links right now so it's like fun. <laughs> but i've been excited for that one so looking forward to them and then yeah perfect days is good 
in zone of interest is obviously winning. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, UK coming in strong with the with that one. Yep, um, it's like a different country. Yeah, totally. It's international feature just means not spoken in English mostly. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, um, <laughs> that's all it means. Yeah. Next so wait, up. wait, hold on. Wait. I wonder no, if, no. if the UK gets a, a zone of interest international feature film nomination. Does that mean that a film in a language other than English, but shot and produced in the United States, would that even be eligible? Or does it also have to be outside of the United States? I wonder. Yeah, what is it? Mm. What are the rules? It's so like yeah, inconsistent. I'll look that up <laughs> later. There's like Probably loads of films uh, produced in the UK. We have all these like tax rules around filmmaking here. Yeah. Certain. Mm. Does that does that give you certain sway or something? Funds from the British lottery. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Film four and everything. Yeah. Um, but next up is makeup and hairstyling. We got Golda, Maestro, Oppenheimer. Poor Things and Society of the Snow. Uh, mm, poor Things? <laughs> again, yeah, Poor Things would be a good one. Yeah. I, even Oppenheimer, I think, had some good uh, age makeup throughout the yeah, uh, sure. complicated yeah. timeline. Uh, I, yeah, I just hope Maestro, I, I just really don't want Maestro to win anything. I know it seems vindictive, but it's just like. Yeah, doesn't deserve to be here. No, that's the only one that stands out. Yeah, that really does. Especially when there's so many other good movies that should yeah. be there. It, it's just, yeah, it's an insult. <laughs> <laughs> it is. Yeah. Get out of here, Bradley. Yeah, so I hope it doesn't win that. Whereas, uh, yeah, again. Your big nose. Wow. Poor things, Oppenheimer. <laughs> <laughs> the, 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 that was a controversy around the movie that the oh, they made the his nose too big on him. Yeah, the yeah, yeah. Oh, did you not see this? Adam? Bradley Cooper. It I was haven't. Like, I haven't seen it yet. It's like the guy's nose is not that big in real life. Like if you look at it oh, side really by funny. side, the guy's nose is not that big. <laughs> I love when they do but that. But I guess their their argument was they just wanted to like make Bradley Cooper look, you know, not like Bradley Cooper. But yeah, like it was read oh, as like anti-Semitic sort of. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Oh, is the guy Jewish? Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. That, yeah, it was quite a funny controversy to read that's about. So that's such an easy thing to avoid. That's what I mean when, like, you you're just have talking to be about like, like how like, the production value is so high. It's like, yeah, but then there's like mistakes like that that just scream like, oh, the, this movie. Well, can you even like, call it a mistake? It's like very intentional. Like uh, all the <laughs> all the stuff they did with those pr prosthetics. <laughs> yeah, it, but it's just like an it's a. Yeah, right. It's more like a, a weird choice. Yeah, decision. It's like, why, why like a weird choice produced yeah. by Mel Gibson. Oh Christ! <laughs> that, oh, that would all make sense. <laughs> that would be so fun. Imagine Mel Gibson instead of Bradley Cooper in this heaven. Christ! Yeah, what the? Nose? Imagine he was like trying to like do a redemption run. Heck yeah, undo his <laughs> mistakes. Christ Almighty! Um, music. Then this is an interesting yeah. one. Uh, American fiction. Indiana Jones and the Dial of Destiny. Very weird. Uh, Boo! Yeah, we'll get back to that in a second. <laughs> Kills of the Flower Moon, Oppenheimer, and Poor Things. Yeah, the obvious standout there is Indiana Jones. Definitely not an award-winning movie, and definitely not a John Williams <sighs> award-winning score. I, I can't remember any uh, original composition. What the fuck is wrong with them? Is it because he's just old? I don't know. I don't know what the fuck that was. They just see the name John Williams. They didn't watch any of the movie. <laughs> They're like, well, you know. Like, obviously, there was a four-year consideration campaign for this. Otherwise, why is it there? Yeah. 
It's just John Williams doing indie music, and then a bunch of the other parts of the score are just bland, cliched nonsense. Yeah, like as far as Fuck good score, own. like Spider Verse had a good score. True. Yeah. Yeah. True. Uh, the ki- the killer, mm-hmm. you know, Trent Reznor, Atticus Ross, you know, like May December. Yeah. All of these. Like, are all those movies had good scores. Like John just Williams you know. Pick. Yeah, mm-hmm. that seems very yeah. obligatory. If John Williams was in here and Poor Things was not nominated, I would have fucking <laughs> shat my pants. <laughs> Boycott. I think Oppenheimer's got, got this, though. I would have my dipes. I think so, yeah. You think so? Yeah. I, th- I think Probably. so, yeah. Probably, yeah. Poor Things has got the best score. I, yeah, yeah was I just think, too. like, but Oppenheimer think music is so famous Luke. already. It's, it's like, in memes everywhere. It's got the cultural capital. I don't even um, remember it. I feel like that's got it. Uh, yeah. Damn, I don't even remember what it's it was. Like. Very cool, to be fair. With the like ch- changing tempo and it like mimics the kind of oppressive feeling of bombs and yeah. the kind of imagery you'd associate with that. And, yeah, I thought it was very well done. So, eighteen million mm-hmm. views. Mm-hmm. Was like used in TikToks and stuff, like the Damn. music from Oppenheimer. You know, like for <laughs> intense TikToks and all this. Mm-hmm. I feel like every fucking Nolan movie until the end of time is gonna get memed to shit, though. Yeah. But it's Storm, often like yeah. it's not Face it's not just reactions. because it's uh, like obvious. It's usually because they're pretty cool, like songs, you know, or memorable in some way. Or... I'm not. Yeah, I'm mm-hmm. not saying it's a bad score or anything. <laughs> Fuck. Poor things. Poor things is like the most like in interesting and the most intelligently composed and pr- appropriate and fitting for what it's going for, and it provides a new sound, right? Oppenheimer, I'm not sure I'm listening to the sound and being like, that's new, right? I think that, that things should be, especially in the art industry, I think that things should be rewarded for doing new things that work perfectly. Yeah. That's my barometer anyway. I, yeah, I, I kind of feel like Oppenheimer does fall into that category, um, to be honest. Yeah. Yeah, I, mm-hmm. I'd, I'd agree with Alex there. Yeah, yeah, I feel it's very strong. Um yeah, that's fine though. You just you just hate women. <laughs> you gotta keep just whipping that guy out for these <laughs> rewards, man. Uh, yeah, well. <laughs> well, speaking of the music original song, I'm curious on your thoughts on these: "The Fire Inside" from F- Flame and Heart, "I'm Just Ken" from Barbie, "It Never Went Away" from American Symphony. Uh, oh man, how do I say this? Was that she? Was Wazachi um, from <laughs> Girls of the Flower Moon and What Was I Made For from Barbie. So Barbie gets two nods there. And uh, Yeah, is that, that's the Billie Eilish one. Oh, it must, yeah, you're right. Yeah, 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 that is I Billie think that's Eilish. The one that, yeah, that's the one that's got it. The, the Billie Eilish one's going to win it. Really? She does do well at yeah. these award shows. <laughs> I don't remember what that one sounds like. <laughs> it, well, it's Billie Eilish, though, so it doesn't matter. <laughs> no, I'm Just Ken is a fucking bop, though. It's a banger. Well, I'm just, I'm Ken. just Ken. I think, oh, yeah, yeah. I'm just Ken is a fucking. Dope I, song. I agree. It's the better song. I agree. I love. I'm just Ken. That's a great song. But uh, they're gonna give it to Billie I Eilish. I don't remember what the other one. What was yeah. I made for Billie Eilish? What does that even sound like? Uh, I don't even know if it was in the movie. <laughs> Might be in the credits, probably, maybe yeah. in the credits. I can't remember. <laughs> it's probably in the credits. Oh God! It was like in a. Was it a credits movie or was it like a fucking uh, yeah. third act? It's probably in the credits. Sad part. Well, maybe like yeah, at the very end there. Let's see. 
I'm just Ken. I got no strong opinions on this. I think I think it might be I'm just Ken who takes this one. I think it might be. You think so? Maybe. Damn. Mark Ronson on there. It's I'm just Ken is the way better song. Yeah, I, I like it better too. But... but but I get what you're saying about Billie Eilish though. She she is an award winner. Yeah. Yeah, she always wins. Billie Eilish has like 10 times as many views on YouTube. So. <laughs> Damn. Oh, well. Yeah. Boo. Boo earns. Give it to Mr. Blue Sky. Next is production design. We've got Barbie, Killers of the Flower Moon, Napoleon again, Oppenheimer, and Poor Things. Mm. Uh, I guess with Napoleon, what, they're just... It's just like the only nod they can really give it, I guess, because it has lots of production, as you were saying. If it has lots of it, it might get a nod, even though, like, I don't know. Bo is afraid of really good production yeah. design. <laughs> Not going to be mentioned here, though. Mm-hmm. Um, right. Too weird. No. Yeah, much too weird. A horror film. And it's, uh, like, Napoleon's, like, yeah. a period movie, yeah, yeah, yeah. too. So they love that. There's got to be poor things, though, right, for production design. It would be nice. Yeah. Either that or Barbie. Barbie could get it. Yeah, you're right. One of those. I think it'll be one of those. Or Oppenheimer. Again, yeah, I wouldn't really be mad at any of those. I just, yeah, yeah. be surprised if yeah. something like Napoleon snagged it. Um, sound. This has some interesting picks in. The first being the the creator, then Maestro, then Mission Impossible: Dead Reckoning Part One, Oppenheimer, and the Zone of Interest. Big, uh, big range of genres there. Even. Mm. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Action movie Mission Impossible, the sci-fi yeah. epic the creator, <laughs> Maestro and Quiet the Zone of Interest. If the category is just going to be titled Sound <laughs> yeah. and that's it, then I think I sh it should go to the Zone of Interest because that's the like point uh -huh. of the movie. Right? It's like you sh you should include in the your consideration it should be like the the decisions being made for the sound, right? Yeah, so, which does that include? Does that include? Zone of interest should get it. Already existing licensed music choices. Does that count as a sound choice? Because there's a very odd one in the creator with I don't know. like a Radiohead song to play for like one minute. Um, oh god, does that count or is it? What does it mean? The sound effects? <laughs> the <laughs> like what are we talking about here? Because. Yeah, it's just a general blanket of sound, I guess. Because it's hard they, to judge it when you're just watching a movie, I guess, like, what's yeah, mixing, yeah. right? So it's just like, I guess, yeah, use yeah. of sound and that umbrella of it. But yeah, I, I, I don't know. Um, could go to any of those. Those are all. <laughs> that poor things. Is that even nominated? No, it's poor, not. No, it's not. Uh, no. I'll probably go to Oppenheimer. Probably will be Oppenheimer because, yeah, I guess people associate bombs yeah, with sound. Yeah, it's going to be Oppenheimer. So be like, yeah, there's lots of bombs and sounds in that, it's right? got a big... Uh, yeah, big boom. It was very loud, and yeah, you know they had some good choices also for when to not be loud. It's weird they put like Mission Impossible in there because I, well, I guess there's no stunt category. No, so they're just like well, I, I guess nod it there in sound. Yeah, <laughs> so, okay, cool. It's usually what happens. Let's get something at least. Um, well, I guess followed up. Similarly, visual effects has the creator, Godzilla uh -huh. minus one, Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Three, Mission Impossible, Dead Reckoning Part One, and Napoleon. This is a cool um, category. Godzilla could get it. Yeah, I like mm. all those movies as far as VFX go. Those are all good. 
Yeah, agreed, actually. Um, yeah. That was the best thing about the creator, for sure. Uh -huh. Special effects were pretty could stunning. The just wasn't in favor of something. Yeah, it could be like Napoleon. Like, I feel like I'd go to any one of those. Like, Guardians had great effects, too. You know? Yeah. Yeah, I wouldn't really be mad at any of these. I know no. people are loving Godzilla Minus One. I haven't got around to that one yet, um, so I can't speak on the visual effects. Yeah, uh, the effects in that are great, too. Yeah. So, yeah. I all deserving. All all those are good. Maybe the creator or Napoleon. I, I you know, I'm guessing. Like, I have no idea. Yeah, yeah. Um, okay, we're down to the last two, both writing. Writing adapted screenplay. We got American Fiction, Barbie, Oppenheimer, Poor Things, and The Zone of Interest. Wow, another eclectic mix. Um, man. Because that was one of the other dramas, right? Uh, I don't know if I love Oppenheimer for the writing, but... Yeah, that was part of the drama, right? Drama, right? The the definition of adapted screenplay. Uh-huh, like for Barbie? Like, 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 the zone of interest is based very loosely on a book that does exist. Yeah. With the same name. Same with Poor Things. But I guess Barbie is adapted, I guess, because it's based on a IP that exists, I how does how does that work exactly based on Barbie by Mattel? Right, but she came up with that whole story like on her own. That would know what bomb back and Greta Gerwig. Because the characters exist. Is that that's that's that is stupid. It's stupid. <laughs> it's so dumb. Yeah, I guess. But like when you compare it to yeah, it is stupid. When you compare it to like write a movie that's based on a book, they just transcribe yeah. the book basically, and like you know, you, there's some adapting there. But like she had to come up with the whole like Barbie world concept and all that. So yeah. I th I think it could go to Barbie for this. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. Um, maybe that's like me holding out too much hope, but I feel like that's kind of why they put it in this category to to make Although, it win yeah. that. Um, because for original screenplay, I don't think it would win that. Probably should be pull things. But... I just want to see. I just want to see Twitter if Barbie wins nothing. <laughs> That's all I want. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think it'll win nothing. But it would be very funny. <laughs> I don't think it'll win Best Picture, but... It would be funny, yeah. Yeah. It's yeah, <laughs> deservable, so... Um, yeah, I like Zone of Interest oh. being in there, but... I'm going Poor Things. I don't know if it's going to win that, yeah. I, I think Poor Things is the answer there. And uh, I guess, f finally, mm -hmm. writing, original screenplay... Anatomy of a Fall, The Holdovers, Maestro, May, December, and Past Lives. So Maestro is based on a real guy, right? Yeah. Yeah. How come he doesn't go into yeah, a fucking adapted screen? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. It makes no fucking sense. <laughs> way too, just way too many nods to Maestro. Just too many. That's a good point. <laughs> Glad to see Past Lives in there. You're adapting it off of a real guy, a real character. The pre-existing character. Yeah. You could just like you could just make it off of someone's memoir and then not credit the memoir its original screenplay. Yeah, what the hell? <laughs> also the holdovers, I'm not sure I like the writing in that at all. Um why is that Oscar nominated? Remember how many times they fucking like pimped out Miller High Life? They're like, it's the champagne of beers, and they were pretending like it was a joke, but it was really <laughs> just an ad. It's a champagne of beers. Like okay, haha. So ironic. <laughs> yeah, the, I I enjoyed the holdovers, but yeah, it's not not for the its original screenplay necessarily. Um, yeah, that's crazy. Yeah. I think it'll go to past lives, probably. As far as what I think, it'll win. 
Anatomy of a Fall has a good screenplay. It does. Yeah, that too. It's a good screenplay. But I, I kind of hope it's past lives. Yeah. Yeah. I think past lives. Although I wouldn't be annoyed by Anatomy either. Yeah. No, that's not. That's a. That's a pretty good nom. Yeah, kind of a snubbed film mm-hmm. overall. Though that one past lives. Some good, some good noms here. I mean, it's a very like small indie thing. I don't know how it's. It could have been nominated for other categories for sure. Hmm. Um, I'm I'm happy to see it nominated for anything, honestly. Yeah, yeah. Historically. <laughs> yeah, I guess that's it. All right. Um, we're doing uh, fuck fucking maestro sweep at the Oscars. Yeah, that's Every, everything's going. My everything's turning up maestro. As far as like some of the lists we've covered over the years, there have been much much weaker ones than this. I feel. Um, a lot of them. This is a very inoffensive one, yeah. Yeah, exactly. A lot of the categories, I feel like I'd be happy, and I could just like spin a wheel and just be happy with what it lands on for a bunch of them. I just, yeah, mm-hmm. Maestro is the big standout in terms of like, what are you doing here? And some, one or two of the Barbie ones as well. I'm like, yeah, it was fun. I'm glad it was successful, but like, let's why don't we just chill a bit? You know, there's some better films that came out in 2023. Yeah, sure. Yeah, just don't don't be limited to five. You did the same thing with the fucking best picture category too. They know how to do it. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. They're doing ten like fairly consistent, right? But <laughs> there's some years where they've had nine. There's some like they, the best picture category. It's not even like a consistent thing throughout history. It used to be five, then they bumped it up yeah do the same thing with the other categories it doesn't have to be five it doesn't have to be ten you could do six or seven it doesn't have to be the same for every category if there's something that you feel yeah. like as a organization would help to be in the nominations even just optically just fucking do it what's stopping you you're so stupid the uh the more interesting thing to think about though is what percentage of viewership they're going to lose this year compared to last <laughs> <laughs> you know there's an easy solution for that one too let people access it on your fucking computer holy shit how how old and out of touch do you have to be yeah it's like impossible to watch when someone i'm screaming these very easy solutions at you yeah you can you can run ads on the internet too. You can still do this. You can still run ads. Wait, so how do you actually watch it? Because I I've never watched it because it always it's on at like three in the morning in the UK. So I've never yeah cared enough to watch it. I, last year I watched it. <laughs> I, like I watched it like illegally. Like my friend pulled it up on like a, a website because <laughs> no one ha- we don't have cable. Like my friend didn't have cable. So like how the fuck are they supposed to watch it? So you have to have cable to watch the Oscars. And I think that's probably a lot of pe- young people. <laughs> I pay for fucking cable, and I'm the the only person I know that pays for fucking cable <laughs> so I can watch one program once a year. Wow. It sucks. <laughs> yeah. It's the Oscars. Yeah. Yeah. Damn, you should be able to tune in from like Twitter. Like, why are they being like I that? should be. I, I know. It's absolutely ridiculous. Like, that's I usually just look up the and the winner like yeah just look like a list the next day. Yeah, I don't care about watching. I don't give a shit anyway. <laughs> so honestly, <laughs> I'll be doing an Oscars live stream, everybody, on the YMS YouTube channel. Check it out. We do it every year. Woohoo! I'm sure it'll be fun. We shit on Jimmy. Sit through Jimmy yeah. every year. <laughs> Enjoy Jimmy every year. The Jimmy shitters is what they call us. <laughs> Fucking Jimmy. <laughs> All right. There's a film recommendation. The Oscar-nominated Waterworld. Yeah. 
sadly. <laughs> I thought it was a good recommendation. Uh, water world. <laughs> people want me to recommend it because I can't say water. Oh, it's, that's a really that's... funny reason. I think that's oh, why. Oh, your accent. That's because I say water world or whatever. Uh, water, water world. W- water, water world. Oh, I'm gonna sound like such a twat <laughs> saying it. Water world. Yeah. I think that's why. Uh, but it's a good movie to talk about. It is. I think. Had you seen it before? Yeah. Me? Yeah. Yeah. I'd seen it. I saw. It, I'd seen it when I was like a kid. I'd seen it years ago because mm-hmm. it's um, it's based on a ride or it's based on a stunt show in Universal. The stunt show came first. No way. Yeah, I believe so. Oh, really? I believe it was when the park opened or like around that time. It was Universal Hollywood, <laughs> um, and it's still open there. Um, I, you know, if I'm wrong, someone can say in the comment. But I think the stunt show came first, and that's like what it's based on no no it is uh no the sun show is based oh, on the film after. so the water world film oh, okay. uh was what i read was it was pitched as mad max but water yeah <laughs> so let's see when the stunt show but you could tell <laughs> the stunt show opened That's clearly what it it's is. pretty blatant yeah damn the stunt show opened in 1995 so they were fucking Oh, they were on they it. They thought this would be a hit. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. They're invested deep. Wow, that's crazy, actually. And it's still there. It's still there. It's it's a good stunt show. Maybe they wrote the movie with uh, the stunt show in mind. <laughs> yeah. Mm, like the Mario right, Bros. Right. movie. Nice. Yeah. yeah. Synergy. That's interesting. Yeah. Months after the film got released in theaters, the stunt show opened. Mm-hmm. That's crazy. Yeah. That's funny you mentioned the similarities to Mad Max because yeah, it's a. Uh, pretty obvious for like the second the movie starts yeah that it's like mad max and they're even like after fuel or whatever which is like the main conflict of mad max yeah the smokers totally derivative Uh uh-huh guy in like a helicopter like you know the road warrior extremely derivative (laughs) yeah it's like power world type stuff going on (laughs) there's a a kid there's like a little kid like road warrior it it goes from derivative to ripoff it's rip rip off is the, <laughs> the category that I would put it in. Yeah, right. What if we had Mad Max, but he was wet, without all those <laughs> Aussies and their damn yeah. accents going around? Damn that! But that that really made it like highlight to me how much that Aussie setting does help the kind of the tone of a Mad Max because the what is even the tone of Waterworld? Because it, it sound it does sound like a theme park ride or a children's book, <laughs> one of the two. <laughs> and it like it doesn't yeah. really do any of those things that well. It sounds like a, a children's story, but then it is kind of quite. It's quite a serious tone. It's, it's a very dour Kevin Costner <laughs> kind of mm, just going yeah. around on his boat like in a strop. And there there ain't yeah. much fun yeah. to be had. There's like swashbuckling music and there's like pirate imagery, but like the main character like he hates his life. Like he doesn't even, <laughs> doesn't even seem like he wants to be there. He hates, He's like miserable. He hates women. He hates <laughs> yeah. children. He treats yeah. people like total shit. Yeah. He kills little girls sometimes. He, yeah. he said that. And he yeah, yeah he tells <laughs> that to other little girls. <laughs> it's like I I'd I hadn't seen this for I'd seen like snippets of it, clips of it, I knew like certain scenes and whatnot from this film because it is kind of infamous for how bad of a, a bomb 
it was at the time and how ridiculously inflated that budget went up to like pre-titanic it was the, right. the highest budget for any film right <laughs> ever made at that point it's, it's like what for water world because they uh -huh. completely underestimated how difficult it is to incorporate <laughs> shooting Ex on exactly. real water on the ocean allegedly spielberg warned them not to do it <laughs> and they didn't listen <laughs> Yeah, yeah it's like, man. <laughs> I didn't know that. All the all these water films are cursed, like James Cameron's The Abyss as well. Like you hear the cast talking about that film, they're like, I'd rather not talk about it. I've still got like chemical burns and wow. all this nonsense from the the hell of working on Jeez. those kind of films. And yeah. yeah, of course it's inflated the budget to a point where <laughs> I was reading something about like uh, one of the producers was mad because everyone talks about its bomb status. But it like years and years after its release, it did start turning a profit, and they made like ten million bucks on it, being uh getting the TV <laughs> license and the, mm -hmm. the 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 DVD sales and whatnot. There's a four K Blu-ray like, now. Wow. What? There is a four K Blu-ray, but if yeah, it's like ten good. ten million dollars, ten million dollars on a uh, investment of like two hundred million, it's like it's pretty. Pretty awful. <laughs> For like 30 <laughs> years. <laughs> yeah, yeah. However, however, however long. Yeah, yeah. So it's like, all right. It's not worth it. It's, a, it's an ambitious shooting for the sky, but not... This is like if Avatar didn't perform well. <laughs> you know? Like, oh, wow, this is the most expensive movie ever made. Yeah, and if they tried to make Avatar before the... Yeah, before the visual effects were ready. I think it puts into perspective like how modest budgets were compared to now. Because I think even like 175 million, that was the budget. That looks modest compared to Indiana Jones and some of the stuff we got last yeah. year. Well, Indiana Jones is nearly double that. Think about yeah, that. Yeah, exactly. That's what I mean. <laughs> it's gotten like exponentially more expensive. Yeah. Keep in mind inflation also. Yeah, inflation and all that. It's just like exponentially how much more these things like cost now. And yeah, like you mentioned, lots of production issues and um, there were a lack of bathrooms. That's one problem. <laughs> That's not something you really That's think crazy. about necessarily. That's a funny thing to not anticipate. But yeah, there was a lack of bathroom. Yeah. So they had to have like ferry runs, right? Of like to the toilet, the boat toilet. That's terrible. <laughs> Build it into the set. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. The amount of time that would waste that, uh, yeah, it was it was right. What Alex was saying, very poorly planned, right? The like the the original budget was a hundred million. They surpassed it. Like it was like one hundred seventy five million by the end. Almost double. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's pretty bad. And it was supposed to be ninety six days shoot. It was one hundred fifty days. Um. <laughs> Kevin Costner himself is like investing. It was like twenty two million dollars of his own money into this. Like this yeah, it, it's kind of, it kind of reads a bit like a vanity project for him. Like I want my right. max type thing. You know? They said he had involvement in like the director they chose too. Like he picked the director, and the studio would disagree with him, and I think that probably impacted the movie's success by the end. The Kevin duo, Kevin Reynolds, yeah, because they did like yeah. work together before. They did a uh, Robin Hood yeah. or something like this, and uh, <laughs> two yeah, Kevins. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's your first mistake. Yeah. Too many Kevins. Way too many Kevins in the yeah, mix. Yeah, too many Kevins. You got to watch out for those. Too many Kevins on a movie. Honestly, you don't want that. I was I was imagining as I was watching this, like there were certain things that kind of reminded me of, but just like didn't quite hit the right notes. I was thinking like get Sam Raimi to direct and get Bruce Campbell to star in it. It'd be perfect. It would fix a lot mm. of the issues. It really would. Like to have a like a bit more personality in the directing style 
and then have the the performance not be like so dreary and serious. Just mm-hmm. have like a little bit of irony yeah, to tone. it. The tone, the tone, could have been so much fun. Needed the peppier tone, more like a comedic tone, right? Yeah. Well, even like yeah. George Miller with the Mad Max movies, like those really yeah. play up like the fantastical fairy tale elements of mm. it. So the the Max character is more mysterious, not so much a. Like, he's a little bit of a grouch, but yeah, this Kevin Costner character is, like, right, completely unlikable, basically. Yeah. <laughs> no likable characters yeah. in this film. It's a weird fish man. He's got gills in his ears. Yeah, I was surprised by that when they reveal that, thinking, oh. Because, to be honest, I was a bit surprised by the first, like, 20, 25 minutes. I thought, oh, if it, if it can maintain this kind of thing with this just enormous set which i don't know how they justified like building that in hawaii or whatever spending mm-hmm. tens yeah. of millions of dollars just building this <laughs> enormous like it looks like a fallout fort yeah. in the middle of the I ocean i think that's the set that sank i don't know if it was that but there was a set that sank when they were filming oh so. funny so that's probably why they yeah. don't go back, back there. <laughs> another problem man. that that whole set piece was like oh this is like this is super derivative and it is like just an inverse Mad Max type thing, but I thought the scale of it was like this is it's kind of funny that they've actually like committed to the bit and they're doing all this and it was moving quickly and it was fine. That's the part that feels the most like the the stage show. Oh in yeah, the park like that that yeah, little I bet. segment because I I went to that Universal Studios Hollywood thing and it was fucking fun. Like that's a good. Yeah, it's cool. Yeah, you get to see people fucking riding around on seated. It's like watching people do live stunts that are similar to the ones in this film. Just like <laughs> you're you're in an arena basically. Uh and there's a lot of water. It's really wet. And you just see people flip off things and explosions and it's like pretty identical to the movie. So Oh. Yeah, would recommend even though most of Universal Studios is awful, but yeah. <laughs> yeah. Man, t- to me though this whole thing feeds back to that title. I, I really think it's a bad title. Like, it's so literal, it does make it sound like a juvenile, like, children's, like, water world, you know? It's like, not. Yeah, it doesn't even sound yeah. cool, you know? Like, water no, world. It, it's so lame, yeah. <laughs> it's incredibly lame, and it's like, oh, that's yeah. it. What What's your ideal title then, Alex? You tell me what it should be. Even... Even Aqua World would be cooler. <laughs> A- Aqua Fresh would be a better name than Water World. Like it- <laughs> I was thinking Wet Boy Hours. <laughs> Wet Double Kevin's yeah. would be a better name. Anyth- <laughs> anything would be better than Water World. Like the- what the premise is: the global warming, I guess, Arctic melted. Now everywhere is flooded. The whole world is covered yeah. with water. How about Wake? Um, and- that's a cool title, Wake. The uh, polar ice caps melted. I don't know if they explicitly said it was global warming, but for just for some reason, the Earth is flooded. Yeah, the whole Earth is flooded, and yeah. There are, for some reason, the MacGuffin is attached to this little girl, that, which was distracting me in and of itself, because it, it's, the, it's the girl from Napoleon Dynamite as a little girl and it's like oh my god oh why oh i didn't know that (laughs) (laughs) like and then you see her face again it's like oh oh they're so distracting now but uh (laughs) it's not really waterworld's fault for that um but yeah this whole macguffin of like someone or something tattooed a map basically onto a little girl so that's like the whole crux of the movie is like we got to protect the little girl. We got to get That's the little crazy. girl away from the the bad guy. Uh, yeah, it's such a stupid plot. <laughs> I was wondering about that because I like they said the word tattoo over and over. I'm like, but is it like a birthmark or did somebody like 
what age were you tattooed? Like, who tattooed you? Somebody, it's an actual <laughs> tattoo. And then you look at it, and it's not really a map. It's just a, a dark circle with an arrow pointing up. And by the end of it, it's like, oh, I guess we're just going north. Like, did you really need to kidnap yeah. her to find that out? Just look at it and just be like, north, <laughs> I guess? Like, <laughs> I don't know. What, what yeah, happened? just copy it down or something. Yeah, it was like... what. With all the pirate stuff going on, it wasn't enough just to have a treasure map, or whatever. That a prophecy to be attached to a person to like. Have yeah, to, you have to have a child actor in there to improve all the scenes. The prodigal the- mm-hmm. child is what they said. <laughs> yeah, it's a yeah. have a dynamic with Kevin Costner. The the scene where he threw her off the boat was pretty funny though. I clapped. I just wasn't expecting it. There were a few of those. Yeah, yeah he's like. That that scene at the end where she like falls off of the float, she falls like six stories like into the ocean and just starts swimming. <laughs> hey, I can swim, everybody now. It's like what the <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> yeah, it's just not like the world is just not very interesting compared to the Mad Max films or something like that. Like the world building and the characters are not as compelling. And yeah, just oh, yeah. Like, talk about derivative. Even the music cues, man, were like Star Wars and. Shit like that. It was just, it sounded similar to other films. Uh, certain music points of the music. Yeah. The music was the worst. Yeah. And on the world board, that was yeah. awful. Yeah. All that stuff was the worst. Was the worst <laughs> as far as like, it's not, it wasn't having any fun with its own premise because like, you probably could do something with Waterworld. It's definitely ambitious, like the big sets and everything. And yeah. The, the, Some cool The contrast, stunts. I guess, of the visuals of um, everything's like this. They all look like they're from Fallout, so they're all like brown and dark green or whatever. Yeah. And that, that contrasting against the ocean is kind of uh-huh. interesting and could be kind of more cartoony and fun and, yeah, more of a Miller-type framing. But, man, with the world-building stuff that is such a pet peeve of mine and it's such a delicate game to play when you're, like, setting up your world, like the the lingo that's going to be thrown out, you know? Like calling the villains smokers or whatever is already... It's already on the nose with them being like the oil-powered faction that's chasing them yeah. over, but they are they also literally all smokers. <laughs> like they're all passing around cigs. Yeah, yeah. So what? Also, they are. Is that? And then it's trying to re. I couldn't tell if it was trying to be funny. Um, I think it was True. at points because a really very, very weird thing I read about this was uh, Joss Whedon being hired to script doctor the last third of course of this film <laughs> it's behind every bomb <laughs> can't keep getting away with this <laughs> it's very weird that isn't it because uh, then you remember in the 90s early 2000s <laughs> joss whedon was considered like he was like the nerd writer everyone wanted to fix things at that time yeah like, people yeah. love buffy people love uh you know firefly and all this stuff uh pre-marvel and that kind of overdone style of dialogue he was like quite <laughs> quite a hot item people wanted uh but then you get yeah really weird jokes that must have come from him that uh just didn't match the tone where there was that mm-hmm. do you remember that joke where like the villain he's joking about like oh don't don't say him by that name he might not go by chuck call him charles and it's so like, presented as if it's supposed to be i guess like a funny quirky line but it's it just none of it lands. It's like what? Yeah. Because then, f- then five minutes right. later, you have like a, a scene of <laughs> the townsfolk begging Kevin Costner, absolutely on their knees, begging for his seed. You know, like just straight yeah, up. Yeah. Oh, that was a <laughs> fucking weird scene. <laughs> There's a few of those where it like suddenly just goes. That to ended, that. that was like such a dated scene. 
<laughs> yeah. Like, yeah, take my daughter or whatever. She's like, looks like she's like a teenager. I was like, what the fuck is this? And that's kind of this? how they deduct that he's, he's a fish person, right? Because him not being yeah. interested in that, <laughs> that trade. They're, they're angry at him because they don't like take their daughter. <laughs> they, like touch his ears. And they're like, oh, he's a fish person. They were just more yeah. out of like vengeance for that. It felt like of, yeah. such like an odd, like they, the movie did not need that. It really didn't. And the whole inclusion of the like oh, mutant or whatever, they they do nothing with. Like he's yeah. He's like the only mutant that's really in the movie, right? They don't do anything no, with that. Right. Yeah. He's the only one and there's never like yeah. yeah. So it's like why? There's no water tribe. <laughs> they kind of pay it off at the end there when he has to go back into the ocean because he's like, I can't be on land with you. Oh guys, yeah, I'm getting know? land yeah. sickness. Fuck that line. That was the yeah. worst line in the fucking movie and they saved it right <laughs> for the end. My mom says you're probably getting land sickness, but if you just stay here for a while, it'll go away. Fuck off, land sickness. That's crazy. We've all got a bit of land sickness. That's yeah. crazy. I can't believe that. Which was, was that a Joss Whedon? Was that a Joss Whedon? That must be a Joss Whedon, right? Maybe. I don't know, because it's, it's presented in like a really serious scene where like uh, <laughs> the little girl, she's like in insane. tears because he has to leave. and Yeah. yeah. Well, that, right. Then, then there's scenes of like the Dennis Super character like sticking like a fake eye in his like eye hole and then <laughs> oh, oh yeah, yeah yeah he's like why does it look everybody and that's clearly for guys it does look like shit yeah that's an iconic line but yeah it's you know it's, it's just weird totally right very very odd yeah when he like turns around to for the camera and says we gotta keep an eye out for that freak and it's not even clear yeah. if anybody's like near him <laughs> but he reveals the gouged eye <laughs> Yeah, 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 yeah. Great movie. It's funny. Hey, you know I. Uh, yeah, I appreciate like the practical stunts and like the explosions. It's very That's ambitious. Definitely more than you get in a movie today. Sure, I, I did enjoy that. Um, and I think like I had this rated really low on Letterbox. Uh, it was like a three or a four. I think that's too low, but uh, you know, it's not not very. It's more like kind of mediocre than I'd say it's bad. Mm-hmm. And yeah, it's, I can appreciate like some of the action stuff, but yeah, mostly it's, yeah, it's just very derivative, bad world building. And I, I, I really just, I was more interested in like talking about the, yeah, like the behind the scenes stuff and the box office failure of it. And yeah, that, I find that more interesting than the movie itself. Yeah, it is one of those. Did it, <laughs> mm-hmm. have any of you guys heard about the Ulysses cut? Yes. Well, which like, I decidedly like three plus hours long did not watch. No, I haven't. Yeah, imagine, like, what is it? What's the cut I watched? It must have been, what, 2 hour 15 apart. That's the theatrical, yeah. Um, yeah, that's, like, what I watched. Yeah. And that and that is, that's already bloated, you know? Like, by the hour mm-hmm. mark, I'm like, okay, you've you've clearly shown your hand here. Like, yeah. <laughs> it does peak a bit early with the with the production design, with the, the kind of gimmick of it all. Like, man, the fact it goes over 90 minutes is very, it's asking a lot of the audience there, because... That whole like boat attack at the end and all of that, like you're just tired by that point. You're kind of exhausted by all of it. And you're so, <laughs> like the investment mm-hmm. isn't there. There's just you're not invested in that lead character. You're not invested in like the mystery of the world or all the world building. There's just like nothing to cling on to outside of that kind of wacky over the top production design and everyone looking like they're from yeah Mad Max or Fallout or whatever. But yeah, outside of that, it's very. There, there is something kind of funny about it, 
I was especially <laughs> early on. I was like, wow, they actually, the fact they actually yeah did commit to this, the scale of this. They actually did this because that set is, is nuts from that that mm-hmm. big kind of opening action. It's like enormous. And like <laughs> I, I think I agree with you at the beginning. I was with it. It's too big. <laughs> well, because it opens up with an action scene. Yeah, yeah, it's really working for me. But then, yeah, it does really slow down. Yeah, and then it's just a lot of right them on the ocean talking, just the three of them, and there's there's no interesting kind of like background. It's just the ocean, just like the whole time. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, yeah, it's repetitive yeah. in that sense. Yeah. As soon as it gets to any non-action scene, it gr- goes down to a screeching, grinding halt. Yeah. Yeah. Basically, just immediately, like first, first, what twenty minutes? I'm like, wow, this is like going by pretty quickly. The next five minutes feels like an hour. (laughs) (laughs) Just like holy shit, yeah. Immediately, no likable characters. Nothing they're talking about is interesting. It's all very derivative and cliched and formulaic, and just, I, it's it's crazy. It's crazy that they would put so much money into that script. Refine the script. Yeah, they didn't even have a finished script. We, yeah. They didn't have a finished script when they started making it. It was unfinished, and they they were writing it as it went along. Oh, my like God. They, they were writing, like, you know, Shows, warning yeah. off, like, for scenes. Yeah. I'm just realizing on the poster the like, the golden sun on the horizon in the background has the markings of the tattoo that was on her back and I'm looking yeah, at yeah. it and I'm like it's just literally an arrow pointing towards a mountain that's it <laughs> like that doesn't say anything also how the fuck are you going to yeah. navigate right they don't do this during nighttime the only way that you could possibly navigate in the ocean would be like using the stars right I guess maybe you could also use mm-hmm. the sun rising and setting but like that's not I don't know it seems like it would be less accurate he's a fish person he knows it all I think that it's fucking crazy that the smokers ran into them like six times. I don't think people understand how big the fucking ocean <laughs> is, right? There's a reason why if you if you jump off of a cruise ship, you're never getting found again. Like the turn radius alone, you're already like somewhere completely different. Mm-hmm. The ocean's yeah. huge, and this is not even the this is the entire planet is now covered in water, and they just bump into people. Like, oh, it's the smokers again. They just bump into each other. Once is impossible. Fucking six times. That's pushing it, right? <laughs> like that's insane. How does it keep happening? Yeah, it's absolutely infuriating. Uh huh. Uh huh. Yeah, it's funny. I'm glad you mentioned that poster though, because it definitely belongs in the <laughs> conversation of like worst posters ever. It's like, terrible. It's, yeah, it's a horrendous poster. I'm sad that it's wet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it does capture his misery of his performance quite well, but <laughs> the miserable character. The world was dry yeah, before, yeah. and now it's wet, and I'm sad. Apparently, he was going through like a a divorce at the time, so it made him like really dour or something. But like, mm-hmm. compare that to like they say that about Temple of Doom, right? And look how fun and crazy <laughs> and like wacky that film is in comparison. You know, yeah. but, like this is just like oh. I, you're just a bummer I to mean, be around. Maybe he was seasick. I mean, it's entirely possible he was seasick. He was landsick. Yeah. <laughs> Except for the scenes where he was on land, then he was landsick. Well, yeah, that was that was another thing. Of, that was another bit of trivia I read was that um, 
Apparently, apparently the seasick situation was so that. bad for the cast and crew. It's like being on a fucking boat all day. Yeah, exactly. Apparently, it was so bad for the cast and crew that it was one of the reasons the budget got so inflated is because of just how much time they had to spend dealing with seasickness. Like, Cleaning up vomit. Just conceptually <laughs> a, a horrifying <laughs> idea. Yeah, like the, the coordination yeah. required is like so, <laughs> so ridiculous to achieve something so You'd think mid. you could weed some of that out in the casting process, right? I know. Just like a checked box, like, do you get seasick? I don't know. Yeah, I guess they didn't think about that. They 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 definitely underestimated the level, the shooting on the ocean, uh, the difficulty of that, and what that would bring 100%, to production. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, yeah. It's, it's not a surprise that you have stuff like the sea monster and how that looks. Like, <laughs> oh my <laughs> That's god, it's such a weird scene. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's like. They're okay, it's like oh, they're really struggling here to like live on the ocean. Like they barely have any food. Like he's about to throw them off the boat because they don't have enough food. True. And then he just like blows up this fish <laughs> like randomly in the ocean. And then they have like oh, we got a shit ton of food now. Don't worry about that. There's like no stakes to anything. It's like a big cartoon. He, like, he uses himself as bait, right? He like he swims way behind the boat as bait, and then the big cartoon fish like jumps on it and then he like explo- what happens how does he catch it <laughs> i thought that this fish gave even more stakes because at first you thought well why don't you just hang out in the water all the time and then you go oh there's fish monsters yeah exactly gonna eat you so now the water is even more dangerous even though you know but how did he kill it live there. God. i don't did remember he do to it? that was kind of a blur to me i was just kind of thinking about how it wasn't practical <laughs> that early cg yeah 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 a bit that of was a contrast to jurassic park for sure yeah <laughs> speaking of kevin costner uh, he had sorry go for it uh, i was just gonna say he had a really cool boat kevin costner had a really cool boat the boat and- was cool yeah, it, it could do anything. It was like built for like any situation. Like no matter what you did to him, he's like, okay, I got a, like a parachute or something. Like <laughs> it'll get it, get him out of it. And at the end of the movie, like after it's destroyed, he like completely rebuilds it from scratch and drives away on a boat. <laughs> he completely rebuilt from scratch. So that was that was a nice touch. What's crazy about this film, Alex? You mentioned briefly Temple of Doom. Yeah. The conflicting tone is further exemplified by just how non-complimentary the score is so the score is constantly doing these like <laughs> mm-hmm. triumphant sort of it, like at the beginning of the movie when nothing's happening like bah, 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 bah. and it reminds me so much of the indiana jones score that it was probably just like used as temp music it was probably kevin costner was like do that do indiana jones but what they filmed doesn't match that what they filmed is kind of like weirdly serious and like depending on the scene <laughs> yeah. a lot of a lot of the the sounds that are shown through the soundtrack are just not earned at all doesn't make any sense and then you look things up and it's like oh okay so apparently the entire soundtrack was redone as well mark isham <laughs> created a score for this uh. that was rejected by costner because it was quote too ethnic and bleak which is a weird thing to say, ethnic. Wow. <laughs> um, what did he mean by yeah. that? <laughs> and so then uh, Mark Isham was like, oh, I can try again. And Kevin said no and hired another guy. <laughs> and that's why we have wow. the score that we do. <laughs> wow. Which is crazy. Every element is just a mess. Every yeah. element. Yeah. <laughs> what the hell? And did you notice um, there was another random, like Rebel Moon, 
occurrence of an Irish character coming in with just the worst accent. <laughs> ever heard. Um, oh yeah, that's um, yeah, I, I know that actor. The guy from Sons of Anarchy just like appears. Um, Is it the guy with the red face? Kim Co- uh, was it Coates? Kim Coates. Kim Coates. Kim yeah. Coates. Yeah, he's in Sons of Anarchy. Yeah, yeah. in another scene with the the like women being currency thing it's one of those yeah. um in one of those he, like almost r words the the woman oh sorry that guy yeah. yeah yeah and he was doing an irish accent for some reason and it was like what what is happening why does this keep happening yeah it's poor irish people because <laughs> <laughs> um, he's not irish there were some weird accents the guy with the that was like drinking so much his face turned red or whatever his accent changed every five minutes <laughs> i wasn't sure what the fuck was happening <laughs> Well, it's all over the place as far as that kind of stuff. Because doesn't it start? It starts like with them speaking Hindi or something like this, like just, just for the beginning. But then later on, they're talking about <laughs> it's another one of the world building things, Portuguese Greek, uh, which I guess is a combination of Portuguese and Greek. Um, which this and they specifically mention that by name in like the dumbest <laughs> Portia Greek. It's like the lamest world building. All of this. Oh yeah, like, none the, of it makes like any the, sense. The big, the big villain pirates call themselves the, the Deacon of the D's. D e e z. D's nuts. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. I knew you were gonna fucking do it, baby. <laughs> it's like, come on. Before the these nuts. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, proto these nuts. <laughs> That's what this film did. They, pre- they predicted the future. It actually happened. And what did he mean when he said, I'll breathe for the both of us? Oh, yeah. She didn't know either, which is funny that she submerged with him. And I guess decided <laughs> yeah, in her mind, she was like, I guess I'll die. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, and then she, he had to like force her once they were already down there dodging bullets. Like, no, I meant this. I meant I'm going to give you some of my air. Like, she didn't understand. Like, why did you dive down? <laughs> I'm going to breathe for both of us. Okay, I guess that means, like, what? I'll just die and you'll live still? I don't know. She, it was crazy that she didn't understand, but she went with it. It was No, it was romantic. It was beautiful. A forced underwater kiss. curse. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Very consensual. Just a creepy character. <laughs> just so unlikable. Like Everyone. He's so unsympathetic and just like, yes. what? <laughs> Why does it have to be this guy that we're following? You want to have like an, an Indiana Jones type character with some charisma, with some like he's suave. He's got something yeah. going about him instead of this miserable guy who like seems to just hate his entire existence. Mm-hmm. You could have a character that's <laughs> like he's scared of eels. He hates eels. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's why I did enjoy like the tennis, the Dennis Hooper character because at least he was chewing up the scenery, acting goofy. Something to like cling on to in the film. Yeah, I needed more of that. Yeah, yeah, like more like a Mad Max villain, you know, where it's just so cartoonish and over the top. Mm-hmm. Like, it, 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 like Fury Road is just basically this concept is done well, you know. Well, yeah. The, yeah, the second Mad Max was already as well. Like, yeah, forget about Waterworld being thrown in the mix. That's like ignoring everything that worked about those movies. Right. Road Warrior. Yeah, in direct comparison with this movie. I mean, it's just such a better film. <laughs> it's like not even yeah. a comparison. I'd like to point out the very opening shot is him drinking his own piss. <laughs> like <laughs> yeah, that's the yeah, first yeah, that's, thing that's we right. before any dialogue he's he's piss drinking and he has a little contraption. That sets the stage. <laughs> that does, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, he has a little yeah. contraption, and all I'm thinking is, okay, whatever mechanism you're using to extract clean water from the piss, 
surely you could do with salt water, right? That's exactly what I thought. Like, the way to do it is just condensation. It's condensation. You just like you either boil it or you find a way to. Do it. Yeah, I'm like, does it have to be piss? Is it like you can only put piss in there? There's water all around you that you could probably turn into clean drinking yeah, water. Yeah, there's something symbolic yeah. about that. Yeah, you're, you're in water world and you're drinking your own piss. <laughs> no, he, he likes it being that way. He's like, he, yeah. he does that on purpose. How many times can you recycle your own piss? If you can't, like, does that just suggest <laughs> that he can't drink the other water? <laughs> that's, that's exactly what I was thinking. Like, does he keep drinking his own piss just like consistently? Forever. But then he then he spits some of it into the plant. So I'm like, okay, he must he must yeah, have some yeah. other kind of water source. Yeah, where's your other water coming from? Just rain, I guess. Yeah. It's not- <laughs> but then he, I guess he buys it from the like <laughs> whatever. It doesn't make any sense. He specifically gargles his piss. Like that's the detail Yum. I noted down in my notes. Like. He gargles his piss. Like he doesn't just drink it, he's like gargling <laughs> it. <laughs> it's like, what the Delicious. Fuck? Such a weird way to introduce your cool swashbuckling main character. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Very, very odd. <laughs> so that dirt is very valuable. Uh he shows yeah, up with a dirt is like currency. With like a jar of dirt. Mm-hmm. And they do this thing where they, the guy basically like, like he has it on a scale or whatever and he's like he tastes a bit of it and put it puts it in his mouth for like purity like mm. Mm. like oh like it's it's drugs it's valuable like drugs like i get it but like are people cutting dirt with something what, what would they be cutting it with like what sand <laughs> yeah like what, you what are you it. you're doing that for a reason right yeah they dilute it yeah that's funny I, that's that's most of my criticism. that just feeds into the stupid world building yeah thing. like they got currency still though chits yeah 62 chits he got for his dirt so what why what should you be like just trading at this point why do you still have like that was a cool thing in fallout like the bottle caps are like like metal is rare and valuable so mm. it gives it some uh-huh some reason for why it's a, a new currency where it's like what what are these like chips? They they're like gambling, I guess. Yeah. You're in Vegas. Like, what's going yeah. on? For one sip of hydro, please. They stop calling it water that far in the future. Mm. It, now it's hydro because yeah. it's cool sci-fi. Yeah, they're very cool. So, <laughs> I'm 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 just gonna go in order here because I I have a lot of issues with everything that they set up. <laughs> <laughs> so they have pictures because the girls drawing like the horse and it's like oh I saw it in a picture. It's like, okay, well, I guess you do you have cameras mm. still? I'm not sure, right? They have, oh my God. He has a prosthetic ear in a world where soil is hard to come by. But he has a prosthetic ear to hide his mutation where he has gills just behind his ear. So is that the implication of that? That was a fake ear? Yeah, that's his, those are his gills. Underneath. It wasn't like. I thought that was the implication. Was that it was a prosthetic? I wasn't sure if that was like his natural. No, I like, think that's, that's just his, how his ears were. Entrance to the yeah. gill was, but it lo- I get what you. It does look like it's lifting a oh, prosthetic. Oh, does he? Do, do they flap open? Yeah, they like flap. <laughs> but he's like underwater. That, yeah. I think that's the implication. Yeah. Gills only work if they're exposed to like the water. <laughs> yeah. it's not hidden behind yeah, a yeah. flap. They flap that's open in one. the water. Yeah. Are they only behind his ears? Do they have gills elsewhere? Maybe. Yeah, that, that's, that's true, all they show. I guess, I guess that's they it. never like dove into it in any other scenes. So. Filters oxygen <laughs> from like his temples down to his lungs. Okay, <laughs> I guess. Yep, it's a weird place for it. <laughs> they got a poop pit. 
that was fun. I guess they're trying to like get soil eventually from the dead body poop pit. Yeah. It's like compost, I guess, yeah. Oh yeah. There's a uh <laughs> I don't know how they're crafting bullets, but they don't seem like that's a finite resource. They don't seem to be saving those. <laughs> they're just kind of <laughs> shooting those everywhere <laughs> willy-nilly uh wherever they're quite well maintained like jet skis and, and all this technology. Yeah. 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 Well, they got an oil pit which they didn't even seem to uh, acknowledge was finite until during the runtime of the movie where the oil <laughs> man's like, you got a few feet left. <laughs> Meanwhile, every character's smoking cigarettes. I'm like, where are you farming tobacco? Right? <laughs> Do you have a cigarette yeah. pit? Is there a guy in the cigarette pit telling you, like, we got three feet of cigarettes left? I don't know where you're getting that. By the way, at a certain point in the movie, they're like, paper, have you ever seen paper before? It's so valuable. What do they roll cigarettes with? <laughs> cigarettes have paper in them. You could be <laughs> taking paper from the cigarette. You could cut open yeah. the cigarettes and get paper from them. You'd be better off smoking it in a bong or a pipe. Make something out of something. You've oh, got man, metal. You got anything. It's way too much. They've got to explain with this <laughs> setup and premise. You know, well, like, it's stuff they don't even need to waste time explaining in a Mad Max movie. Like it speaks for itself. Like water is obviously valuable in a desert. Uh huh. You know? It's like the stakes and like the rules are like what. So, yeah, these guys have, they've got oil and they can run boats and they got like cranes and guns. They've got planes. Everyone else is like, <laughs> yeah, they have planes. That's right. They have planes. <laughs> and in, but, but instead of using the planes to airdrop people into the enemy territory, they bring giant rap ramps <laughs> so that they can launch <laughs> the sea dews off of in a very cool way. Maybe do a backflip. <laughs> the ramps are what what they do. It's interesting about like the resources because like oil, they need oil in Mad Max because everything's run on cars. But like you don't need yeah. oil necessarily for like a water world. You can just use sails and yeah, and so on. So like the main character, like Kevin Costner, doesn't need like oil. Like the protagonists don't need that resource, so it doesn't really like yeah. matter. That you see it in the movie at they all. They should be saving it for things like generators. Yeah. I don't know where the guy's flashlight power was coming from, by the way. Remember when he was trapped in the cage and <laughs> this guy comes up with like a the huge solar flashlight? Power. Yeah. 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 Where's that know. coming from? Where's the energy coming from? <laughs> mm -hmm. This fucking, yeah, stupid. The batteries? I don't know. Yeah. It's <laughs> a lot of bullshit, a lot of issues. So during the R word scene, he was like gonna trade her and then he realized like oh i thought it was gonna be like a consensual one i changed my mind like he changed his mind like in the middle of it like what, what did you think was gonna happen when you're like selling yeah her? that was odd what did you think was gonna happen yeah <laughs> just like changes his mind that was just for costner to come back and be propped up by everything that was yeah that was an annoying thing to He's me such a good like, guy yeah, everyone is fawning over Indiana Jones because you see he's like got charisma and he's cool and you know people want to be in when women want to be with him. But this is like, <laughs> who wants to be Kevin Costner from Waterworld? You know, he's <laughs> got land sickness. Kevin Costner apparently. Yeah. yeah. Well, he was clearly into it. Yeah. Yeah, very seriously into it. the The contrast between the seriousness <laughs> of his character. And then the villain, who is about as serious as Robbie Rotten. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah, every yeah. time his plans are foiled, he's like, no! It's like he's yeah. in a kid's show. Yeah. Like, legit. <laughs> it's so weird. Yeah, he has, what's that line I noted down? Um, 
we got to keep an eye out for that icky freak. Yeah. It's literally something yeah, like that. Yeah, as he removes the bandage. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> icky freak, what? <laughs> to the camera. He poses to the camera. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Wink. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, love, I love that the, uh, like, I don't know what, what we want to call it, but dry land, this sort of, like, prophecy chosen place is called dryland. Mm. All one word in the subtitles. Dryland. They say dryland, but it's, it's a place. Dryland. It's not dryland as in dry space land. It's the name of the place. Dryland. It's, it's like Greenland or Iceland. Yes. Yeah. Exactly. Ice dryland. Dryland. Yeah. yeah. And when they get wow. there, no fucking people. Why isn't it populated with people? If the if the fucking it was dense with life, if, yeah. If the water levels are rising... <laughs> everyone, everyone left. <laughs> if the water levels are rising, where are the people going to go? Away from the water. That would be packed. <laughs> no, they all left They all left the land. <laughs> that would be packed. No. <laughs> no. They all made boats and went on individual rafts. They left. <laughs> they decided it was boring. They went on yeah. a boat and then for generations they forgot where this place was and changed their mind. They just gave up on it. Like, <laughs> and yeah. wanted to go back and tattooed a little girl in case people knew, needed to know where to go. So stupid. It's so stupid. <laughs> Absolutely insane. And then they spent a record-breaking amount of money on on this script. That's, that's <laughs> yeah. the crazy part about it. That's the funniest part. Yeah, yeah. None of this holds any water. Yeah, like in service <laughs> of what? Uh, yeah. <laughs> oh god. Yeah. Right yeah. Good. What is it about water though? In terms of like, it's kind of the Aquaman problem where, and that like Zack Snyder really tried to undo the inherent kind of lameness of like a character like that. That link to the water. Mm -hmm. Them like being bonded with the water and all this water imagery like what is why does that always just strike as so kind of lame like him with his his <laughs> seashell earring and like his gills behind his ears and it's like because we eat fish you're trying to make this cool but it's not working because <laughs> it's it? we eat fish <laughs> but like like you say fire world right I want to know what's happening on fire world <laughs> you know all I'm, my interest is peaked I'm like oh fire's kind of yeah. cool it's destructive there's something yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's our thrill. Uh, yeah, yeah. I guess I guess if you were to rank the elements, water's probably the most queer, right? <laughs> that's, that's the issue. Most yeah. queer. Yeah. Oh, man. Yo, fellas, is it gay to drink water? Water world. <laughs> <laughs> so wet. Holy shit! I think you just solved it. Yeah. Remember, remember how large the planet is and how large the ocean is and how like at any given moment they yeah. shouldn't be able to just run into each other literally at the end of a scene he's just like oh well i can show you down here puts her in a bubble little submersible <laughs> that, <laughs> that, yeah, that he just funny. has hanging around <laughs> drags her down ignites about 20 flares on the way drops them all <laughs> yeah, just waste them all, yeah. i don't i don't know what help that is doing you could just hang on to one you could just hold, he held one in his hand he was dropping them like like he was leaving a trail to find his way back yeah. where do you even keep all them yeah. like he was leaving breadcrumbs but they're just sinking to the bottom and they just happen to be over top of a major city which is insane. <laughs> like you just happen to be over top of a major <laughs> yeah, yeah, city yeah. right now. Okay. What the fuck? They don't understand how impossible that is. That's insane. <laughs> yeah, very funny. That was a funny yeah. scene though. 
That was hilarious. Did any of you watch uh, Elmo's World, Sesame Street? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't think so. Because the guy that <laughs> the guy that uh, the fl- flies away in like a weather balloon or whatever, he's the guy that played Mister Noodle on Elmo's World. Oh. So I was just thinking of okay. him as Mister Noodle the entire time. He's just a goofy <laughs> character that never speaks. Yeah. Oh, I did recognize. That's him. funny. Yeah, recognized a few actors in here. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I like how he also runs into them at the end. Like, he's like, oh, the smoke. Like, I'm sorry. Yeah. It still wouldn't happen. Do you know how big the planet is? <laughs> like, you, Where the air currents would have taken you over the course of, like, what, a week? How long did the movie take place over? It just happens to, like, go back close enough where he's like, oh, smoke Felt over there. Felt like years. Yeah. You wouldn't see it over the horizon when you're that far away. Mm-hmm. And the whole movie wouldn't have happened if they just went with him before. Because he immediately knows how to interpret the the arrow tattoo on her back. He's like, oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. This way. Yeah, yeah. She didn't know how to swim. She didn't know how to swim. It's water world. That was odd. Yeah. It's like, how do you not know how to swim? Surely that's the first thing you oh, learn yeah. in water world. <laughs> it's going to be one of the... <laughs> they have like a tiny line where they imply like, oh, no, all the other kids thought I was weird because I couldn't swim. So they imply that like... She tried, but everybody was fine with her just giving up. They were like, eh, you know, like, I guess she can't, I guess she can't swim as if it's like a genetic thing, as if it's like, like, oh, I just, you know, yeah. some people can't swim. Like, you shouldn't be able to walk if that's mm-hmm. your problem. Like, if you're so uncoordinated that you could never learn, never <laughs> from any amount of trying, somebody teach her how to swim. There's presumably adults looking after you. People just, yeah, they yeah. just be saying stuff in this movie. Like, and the, <laughs> when you start thinking about, like, it's like, what do, you, what do you actually mean by that? Like, there's that line that I noted down. Nothing's free in Waterworld. Like, what like, what do you actually mean by that? What's free in, <laughs> in non-Waterworld? <laughs> dry well, land is communist. Like, true. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's just like, what, like, what are you talking about? <laughs> Why are you saying these things? <laughs> it's fucking nonsense. Yeah, they're talking about owning the means of production. Just <laughs> <laughs> a bunch of bullshit. Yeah, they were they were writing it's it like as they seizing. went along. They don't even know what it means. It's like they were writing it the morning of. Like, oh yeah, we gotta. Like, they didn't even have Dennis Hooper cast until a <laughs> month in a production. Yeah, like they were filming like, yeah. for a month before they even cast him. It yeah, does not so surprise me. Yeah. yeah, it's just a fucking mess and. <laughs> there's not a lot of like franchise potential really no for for this because it's just like the tone right? i think that was like one of the problems too like on top of like all the other you know they like they, they've they invested so much in it into it but there's you can't like make any toys or like any kind of stuff like that for it theme park's still going mm-hmm. still going yeah except for that but that's true <laughs> Because, uh, yeah, that is the only potential it has, is its tie-in in a theme park. That, the, the, the show is great, but, yeah, you can't, like... Just, yeah, like you're saying, Alex, no one wants to be, right, Kevin Costner... No. ...in this movie. Nobody. In, in general. Or anyone, yeah. Like, every character is so flat. They should have Waterworld brand cigarettes. <laughs> <laughs> like that, these smoke in there? For the smokers, yeah. Yeah. They could have a Waterworld yeah, yeah. uh, brand piss cleaner so you can drink your own piss. A piss purifier. <laughs> Waterworld brand life straw. Are those a thing? Are they really like piss purifier? I mean, there's something called a life straw yeah. where you can like literally 
like stick it into a swamp. It's like a thick ass straw, like this the thickness of like a toilet paper wow. roll. And it's built in with like a filter where you like you could stick it into the dirtiest fucking swamp ever and just suck and you'll get like clean water out of it. It's like an emergency <laughs> life saving thing. Otherwise, I mean, just you can boil, collect condensate, condensation. There's ways to like purify water and yeah, yeah, that, that, that's true. Yeah, I love the fake brands in this movie. <laughs> I love that we got mm-hmm. smeat <laughs> instead of spam. <laughs> <laughs> that was fun. Mm-hmm. That's more appetizing actually than spam. Like that's smeat. a word. Yeah, yeah. Oh, you're a spam hater. I, I want some smeat. I'd rather eat smeat. Um. I mean more so I've never actually eaten spam if I'm okay. being honest but I've been Ooh, so off put by the name spam some, it sounds like something you shouldn't eat to, to be honest I mean it <laughs> is like mystery meat right <laughs> <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah um, Matt, I did look up seeing as this is the Oscar nom episode what Waterworld was up for at the uh, 1996 Oscars it got it got a nod for Best sound. <laughs> it was a loud movie. Huh. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, there's some, some good explosions in there. <laughs> I, I mm-hmm. would nominate it for sound. Why not? Yeah, it, it fits in the other sound choices, to be honest. <laughs> I guess one last thing to mention for me in terms of what, what happened mm-hmm. in the movie. Oh, two, I guess. The ending with the three Sea-Doo's all running towards each other. As he like bungee jumps away with presumably a regular rope. <laughs> that was hilarious. Just magically had elasticity to it <laughs> at that moment. <laughs> yeah. And they Funny all visual. run into each other at the exact same time. Like two would make sense. All three of them? <laughs> that was Looney Tunes. That was a cartoon yeah. right there. And they blow up. <laughs> that was the funniest ending. That was straight from a cartoon. <laughs> that was the funniest ending. And that's like how ending. the main villain went out. Like the main villain went out <laughs> yeah. in the most cartoonish fucking way. Oh, I, I love it though. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's in saying all this. I, I there's something kind of likable about Waterworld, you know. Right. I, I do. It has kind of like a soft spot. There's something earnest about it in the way that's like an original. Well, it's not original, but <laughs> there's they tried something. They wasted a lot of money trying something uh-huh. crazy, and uh, there's something mm-hmm. there's something interesting about Dang. that at least. <laughs> yeah, there's some novelty in like the the that it's like a, a movie from the '90s for me, and yeah, the practical effects and stunts are cool, and and yeah, that yeah. connection to the stunt show because it's not a very good movie <laughs> um, on its own, quite uh quite stupid, and and yeah, I love uh <laughs> it, it's in that scene, it's after the you know when the three C dudes crash into each other, he's like on the the plane there with the kid it's like the worst green screen mm-hmm. like, <laughs> yeah it's, it's like total shit i love like 90s green screen in, in movies it's mm-hmm. like it looks so shitty <laughs> you don't get that today mm-hmm. like you could just like yeah, always tell style of bed yeah. like, <laughs> like yep that's green screen <laughs> looks like shit yeah <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah no i guess that's I, that's all i have to say about water world yeah what else is there to say um I'm pretty much right there with you. Kid was annoying. Kid was annoying. Yeah. Um, just a lot of the characters were annoying, <laughs> to be honest. I just wish it had a bit more of a self-aware tone, was more playful with the, the stupidity, <laughs> like a Mad Max yeah. movie, where like you're not sat around questioning any of the the world-building stuff in like Fury Road in the same <laughs> way. Like the, it just the chemistry makes sense. That everything makes sense in a different way. It just it just fits together. Um, whereas this. 
I don't know. I don't know what's going on. There's some humor. I like some of the sets. I like some of the costumes. <laughs> it's definitely crazy. On. Yeah, it's it's fucking weird. Just a horrible <laughs> idea for a story. Um, th- this would be a this would be a, a two star on Letterbox with a like though. I'll preface that. Um, whatever that means. So four out of ten. Giving it the thumbs cap with a like. With a like, you know, on Letterbox you, you can like something. But that, but you don't have. You can yeah, rate it. So you, you give it a like, even though it's a two star. You're giving it a fresh tomato meter <laughs> with a two star. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm breaking. I'm breaking down boundaries over here. With is my that like. even? Is that even allowed? I'm gonna have to. I think it have is. To check with the ref. Yeah, you can do that. I've done that before because there, there are like half star movies that I like. You know, it's quite useful. <laughs> no, stuff I just like mean that. like I know you can do it. I just mean like well, well all right, <laughs> all right. Yeah, this is a rare two star with a like. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's cool. Yeah, I think I would think I'm I'm leaning like around you, like four or five out of ten. Yeah, like two two and a half star. I think yeah. is like where I because I do have a soft spot for it, but it is just so it's so silly, it's so <laughs> odd and 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 way too um lacking in that that comedic kind of fantastical tone of Mad Max and and yeah, just like the world building and the characters of that film is. Or those films much better than yeah this film. So yeah, I will revisit it at some point. I thought it was a great little uh, infamous movie and good for discussion and good to like make fun of. Mm. I'm not gonna forget how fucking painfully boring half at least half of it was. <laughs> <laughs> as, as much as much as that's not in my memory now, I, I'm making sure I don't forget that. And also, just the little girl was so annoying that fucking speech like. He doesn't have a name, so death can't find him. He'll come up behind you, and you'll be dead before you even notice it. He's so cool. He's so beast, <laughs> right? So like you're very, in trouble now. Yeah, like yeah. so much about it is just so annoying. And also, like you know, I w- I was debating between a two and a three out of ten. I think I think that it doesn't help the movie in my mind that they spent that much money on it with such a shit script. <laughs> just like just think about what the script is before you s- commit that much money to it. Yeah. Even concept. Like you had and and it's such wasted potential because it is really ambitious with the stunt works and the practical effects and the sets like there's so much that this could mm-hmm. have been that I'm kind of like damn you really just failed <laughs> and you you not only failed but you like ambitiously failed and that's kind of like yeah. more sad in a way so for now i'm giving this a two out of ten i'll watch it again i might even see the fucking ulysses cut at some point because there is there is a bit of guilty pleasure kind of <laughs> yeah there is there, there is something there you know yeah i'd like to see that director's cut because that is on the 4k blu-ray i got but that's not in 4k it's only on the blu-ray yeah, disc not. in 1080p yeah. what is their problem so what's yeah, the I know. point bastards i'm gonna have to up it myself with with a website yeah <laughs> that is what is crazy about his potential as well though is like yeah the second Mad max movie already existed and then fury road came later it's like well that's that's the concept done well like we literally have <laughs> it exists you know um that does add a certain level extra layer of embarrassment uh. yeah <laughs> yeah there's something kind of charming about its failure <laughs> to me mm. <laughs> at least question time 
Yeah, let's wrap this up with some questions from the Sardonicast community. Head over to the suggestion thread over on the subreddit. Just like Jimmy Ford did, who has this to ask. Given that some of the Oscar nominees are for movies that haven't properly been shown theatrically in the US yet, Robot Dreams especially, I had to change some of the entries in my Movies to Watch in 2023 list to 2024. Same thing happened last year with Skinnamarink and We're All Going to the World's Fair, two movies that were officially released a year after their premiere at festivals. How do you guys decide what a movie from a year counts as that year, especially for Adam with his end-of-year list? I'm curious how you guys sort through this too, and being in the UK and the weird release dates, like uh, this often happens over here, but I don't think we're going to be considering Poor Things a 2024 movie, even though that came out here in 2024. No. So where's that line? At this point, I like pretty consistently, I'll consider something from the year it says on IMDb because the IMDb year is its first premiere, and I would consider it that. Yeah, that's usually what I would So do. even if, let's say, it goes into a film festival and it's like, oh, it only was in a film festival in 2013 and it doesn't even get a wide release where anyone can see it until 2015, I don't give a shit. It's still a 2013 movie, and the reason why I'm able to do this is because I don't make my lists until like a fucking decade later anyway. So I'm not, I don't feel pressured. Mm. Yeah, right. You know, so. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So it doesn't really matter. <laughs> I used to do it where it's like a wide release. So when I make my 2016 list video, one of the reasons why it's going to be the longest out of any that I've ever made is because I'm also including a bunch of 2015 movies in there that are left over from me not, you know, when I did my 2015 list, I organized my list differently. So now there's a whole bunch right. of 2015 movies that I would have ignored and wouldn't be in a list if I didn't include them in my 2016. And then after 2016, everything can be, everything can be uh, just by that year sort of thing mm. on IMDb. Do you do the same thing? Yeah, Ralph? I just go by, uh, I go by when I see it. So whenever I see it is the year. Oh, okay. okay. So like log of four. 2001 A Space Odyssey, your first viewing. <laughs> I, I've, never done, I've never done best of 1960 whenever that came out yeah. you know what I mean if it's a new movie yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's yeah <laughs> yeah what are you gonna ask Alex uh no it's just uh, getting Ralph's input on that but uh we do have one for Ralph that I'm kind of curious on too from Ske- Skelly Dude 11 oh. if the secret guest is Ralph could you please share his thoughts on Rebel Moon <laughs> I'd love to hear him shit on Zack Snyder again <laughs> what thoughts it's a piece of shit <laughs> <laughs> it's uh yeah it's a piece of shit it's crazy it's uh it's his dune <laughs> his right. dune dune wars uh, it's masterpiece he, masterpiece of shit yeah it's like it's fucking horrible there were a few comments on a uh podcast episode about it where i i made the kind of comparison with bug's life um <laughs> which annoyed some people because obviously they're like why wouldn't you say seven samurai yeah when it's like well i was, tra- I was trying to joke about the like level of <laughs> whatever like i just don't even care at some point but that's very funny how did you think it compared to um what was it, army of the dead his previous one <laughs> His other Netflix master. Something about I guess that it was technically a better movie, but it was it was more obnoxious than this one. But this was just like it, it's such like a spectacular failure, like Waterworld, but not in a charming yeah. way. No, nice. it's just like yeah. it, it's just kind of embarrassing. That's exactly it's right. It's like it, it's like you're trying to do the Star Wars thing, right? But you just don't give a shit about any of these characters. The movie looks horrible. <laughs> like the, even the stuff you can say about Zack Snyder, right? Like he has like a a visual 
aesthetic that's very distinct. None of that in this movie, Rebel Moon, really. No. Like, none of that slow-mo stuff he's known for. None of, like, that, the grittiness, like, you see in 300 or anything. Like, none of that. It's It, it feels like he's, like, on autopilot directing yeah. this one. It, it makes you question, like, what we even liked about him to begin with, you know? It's like, it's that yeah. level bad. It's like, what is, how? It's just like his heart really wasn't in this one, which is weird because it's it's like a passion project for him. Allegedly. It just didn't seem like his heart was in it. Yeah. <laughs> or he pitched it years ago. and Fucking two decades ago. I guess it was turned down because it's shitty. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's like yeah. a shitty script. Because I was wondering... I've hung on to this script forever. I've always said I don't like movies like that. I think that. he's just fleecing Netflix. I think he's just scamming people. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, I, I think so, too. I, that's 100% what I think. Yeah, with, like, his bot army that, like, rated his <laughs> Oscar <laughs> win moment or whatever the fuck that was, Oscar cheer moment. Most epic moment of uh, any Oscar movie is the award. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Speed Force. Is that the only year they did that? They just yeah. abandoned it after the bots one. Yeah. <laughs> That's even better. That's awesome. Yeah. This is the Zack Snyder Award. He got two exclusive awards that no one else will ever get. Yeah, that's how cool he is. Oh, that's so funny. But yeah, that that it was just such a piece of shit. I can't wait for part two. Yeah, that's going to limp out sooner or later. Fucking ass. I can't wait for the extended cut of part one to fix everything that was bad. Yeah, th that too. Because it'll be so much better. Like, does everything need an extended cut? Like, I get the, the director's cut of Justice League, right? Because Joss Whedon, like, yeah. completely fucked up his movie and the studio interference. But, th like, it, this doesn't need an extended cut. The normal cut isn't even fucking good. The normal <laughs> cut sucks it's also a streaming service there's no reason why they needed to trim it <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah right that too. it's literally just a uh -huh. scam it's like yeah. it's it's hype uh -huh. it's, they, they saw the snyder cut and they were like oh let's try to market this into existence yeah i just can't believe people like give this guy a chance you know it's like it, 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 his movies are so fucking bad but he still has his defenders out there but I don't know. I think this one kind of maybe turned them off. Um, but, but yeah, can't wait for yeah, part two. Yeah, it's not doing too well. Yeah, we'll, we'll see we'll how see. that comes together. We'll see what maybe, maybe it will tie in. a nice bow on it and make us eat our words. <laughs> um, mm -hmm. <laughs> but uh, in other news, Possum Physics asks this. Thoughts on the Pal World slash Pokemon controversy. <laughs> You guys seen this Pokemon with guns game? Like that everyone yeah, yeah. is buying? Yeah, Power World. It's on my um, uh, wish list. I haven't played it yet, but yeah. Yeah, <laughs> I don't really care about playing it because I don't really care about survival games that much. But uh -huh. all the conversation is just around how I guess it looks like Pokemon in the weird. Yeah, it does. It's like Pokemon, but they have guns. I think it's funny that Twitter people still haven't realized that the more that you take a video game and tell everyone that they shouldn't play it, the more people want to play it. <laughs> I know. I think it's funny that they haven't figured <laughs> that out yet. That's the funniest part. They tried it with what Harry Potter and didn't work. Yeah, that was the high that was the that was literally the most successful game of last year. <laughs> like yeah. Yeah. Oh, the Harry Potter one? Oh yeah. But I still haven't played it, by the way. <laughs> Me neither. I haven't either, yeah. but not because I was told not to, but because I don't think Harry yeah, Potter yeah. is interesting at all. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I was never a Harry Potter fan, so Yeah, I, I wouldn't play the games. The movies are fine, but I wouldn't like play the game uh like I would I don't know, a franchise I like. Oh, speaking of like video games or whatever, sorry if it's like uh Sure, sure, go for but it. We've mentioned it on the show before. That that, that hmm. Lies of P game. How was it? Oh yeah. 
Oh, have you played it? We we yeah, we talked about it like year, like uh, years ago. <laughs> we like made fun of <laughs> the name point. or something. Yeah, but, yeah. like I played it. It's fucking awesome. I've heard it's really good. Yeah, I've heard it's actually awesome. It is really good. It's like a Souls like game, but yeah, it's really. It's good. It's supposed to be the best like Souls like. Yeah. <laughs> it's a lot of fun. It's like a fir- yeah. I've heard it was like pretty well optimized for like PC mm-hmm. and stuff. It's like a first time studio. I think it's like their first game or like one of their first. Like definitely on this scale, right? And it's mm. like yeah, damn good game. Great like take on the story. Like I'd love to see more games like that. Um, the Souls like you know as long as it's like you know creative and whatever then i don't care if it's like, like doing it well yeah yeah done like dark souls or mm, whatever yeah that was a really funny. good game i really enjoyed that yeah i just why yeah. couldn't they just call it liza pinocchio that's my that's my thing <laughs> yeah <laughs> it's an odd title such a crazy name yeah P- yeah but i've heard that that it's uh that it's solid um yeah i guess with the pal world controversy a lot of people are getting really up in arms over similarities between it and Pokemon. I thought that the similarities were like pretty explicit in the sense that my understanding was that it was always like kind of like a tongue in cheek kind of parody. Now I understand now that both companies are in Japan where fair use law doesn't exist. And even though parody is one of the strongest protections for fair use, um, it doesn't exist there. So I can understand why mm. legally as a company, Pal World would want to be like, no, we don't know even know what Pokemon is. Like, okay, that, that, <laughs> sure. But ethically, I feel like they should still be able to make their game. It's not like, it's obviously not the same market. It's not like they, they're making just reskinning Pokemon Blue or Pokemon. Like, it doesn't look like yeah. a Pokemon game. It just looks like there's some characters that look like Pokemon. The mechanics is, who are gives a different. Shit? Who yeah. gives a shit? If we're going to try and like get really morally p- panicky about Pal World, then we should have done the same thing with fucking Digimon. What was that? That was obviously a Pokemon ripoff. What do you think mm-hmm. that was? Yeah. <laughs> like there's things that try to capitalize. I would say that's more of a Pokemon ripoff because they had the whole card game too. They were trying to capitalize off of the Pokemon craze in the exact mm-hmm. same way, in very similar ways. Sure, they had differences in terms of like the story in the show, but like in terms of the market that they're trying to get, like just a bunch of kids trying to get them addicted to like the ideas of these like little companions and whatever. Digimon was yeah. way more of a ripoff than po- uh, of Pokemon than Pal World was. Absolutely. Yeah, like that's that's like the heart of what the IP was getting at. Whereas like I don't know, Pokemon with guns sort of thing, like doing a survival whatever, like slave labor thing. Like it's obviously going for a different thing. Sure, is it capitalizing yeah. off of some sort of vague recognition of like the idea of a Pokemon type thing? Sure, but like. I don't know. Is is everybody that makes a zombie movie, do you have to pay licenses to George A. Romero? I don't think that that should be the case, <laughs> right? I think that a- after a yeah. while, when something's existed in pop culture for so long, it's essentially a genre, right? And I think that people should be able to make things in that genre. Yeah, I think it's only morally an issue if because uh, there were some allegations that 3D models were being used or kind of traced or something like this. And I don't think there's any evidence that's come forward to prove that. Um, but that's that's the only thing I could really think of is if, if they're actually using elements and straight up stealing it, then that would be more of a moral place to stand on. But otherwise, yeah. if, it oh, is just, yeah. if it is just parody or a kind of very similar looking design, so yeah, you can't really 
do much about that. I'm absolutely unsure as to whether or not that's the case because, you know, somebody made a Twitter thread being like, look, this is this, these parts of the models line up exactly. And then someone else was like, okay, well, then they admitted that they had to scale it for it to line up. And then people are like, okay, well, scaling doesn't necessarily mean that it's not similar. Um, as far as I understand, the assets from certain Pokemon games could have been used as a way to, I don't know if we want to say trace, but, you know, to to base mm. their own models off of, but that they didn't literally, like, include Pokemon assets and models in the game. Yeah. And again, like, if, if it were an American company, they would have the strongest protections ever uh, for parody, um, fair use law, that you would be able to argue in court that you even could directly take models and assets from <laughs> the Pokemon game. Like, if a parody is what you're making, those protections don't exist in Japan. So I don't think the company would be stupid enough to, like, literally use uh, assets from, yeah. from the game. But we'll see how things go. It could be very interesting. Maybe they'll get shut down or something. Like, at the very least, maybe Pokemon Company and or Nintendo will send them some, like, threatening legal letters. Maybe it'll play out in court. It should be very interesting. I'm kind of really uh, intrigued about the... Um, somebody made a Pokemon mod for Pal World, a YouTuber. Oh, that's already and, down. Um, yeah, I think yeah, that, that's already been acted on. <laughs> Nintendo sent them a threatening legal mm. letter. Um, mm. And uh, I still want to play it. I want to play it with the Pokemon mod. <laughs> They're extreme, extremely litigious, Nintendo as a company. Um, yeah. So, yeah, I would not be surprised. Sometimes it's just threats. Sometimes it won't actually wind up in court, yeah. depending on what you're doing. I would say putting it behind a paywall is a bad idea. It was up for, like, his patrons mm -hmm. or whatever. They've gone after, like, free mods and things before. Like, I've, I remember someone making a... I think it was, like, a Metroid mod or something. They were doing something with Metroid, and that was... Fan games. A big fan project that was shut down. Yeah, yeah fan games. They, they'll often shut down. When it's a fan game, you don't really have as much, like, protections with very... Like, you could make an argument, sure, but fan game is essentially just you're already admitting, like oh, I want to use this property and expand on it and monetize, yeah. you know. We have your code. We're using your code. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Um, Even if it's not using their code explicitly, like using the same universe. Like, you don't just get to show up and be like, I'm making Waterworld 2, right? You don't. <laughs> Although, like, that's a property. That, um, <laughs> no one would care if you did. <laughs> if you make a Waterworld parody, if there's like a criticism, you're poking fun at the original in some way then that's a very strong protection yeah. yeah, for fair use. Yeah, it's just a weird... I don't know, the, the, the way conversations unravel on Twitter with the these outrage mobs that just appear, like the one around this game, and some of them claiming, oh, there's egregious AI usage in Pal World, and everyone starts getting in a fervor about it and all upset, and then it turns out there's there's no evidence... No. Anywhere to even suggest AI improvement. So it's like No. You're just you're just already angry. You're just like looking like where to jump, you know? Like, yeah. What what is your investment? <laughs> there's legitimate reasons that anybody could be angry at anything, and there's probably legitimate reasons that someone might be angry at Pal World, and maybe there's a bunch of people within this mob that like have their own actual reasons. 
But whenever I see something like this, I think it's, you know, they, it, bringing back like the NPC meme, like a lot of these people are just like, <laughs> they found the thing that everybody is freaking out about and are joining that because people are freaking out about it and doing a moral uh-huh. posturing and, you know, like, uh, what's the word? Uh, virtue signaling. Just a lot of like, hey, everybody, look how moral I am. And this is I take issue against this when it's like. Maybe. Maybe just wait for more information to come out. Mm-hmm. You know, maybe have your own opinions. Not saying you can't be anti-pal world or anything. Like, <laughs> it should just be coming from like something that you thought out. But I, I guess that's too much to ask from people. Yeah, I think it's also a lot of children, children on Twitter. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Especially if you have a uh, angry Pokemon fans in there. Um, I'm sure many of those will be little kitties. Uh, but uh, should we do one more here from a Let's do it. former Jaguar? Yeah. Or should I say Jaguar for the American listeners? Thank you. Nine eight five nine. <laughs> <laughs> uh, now it sounds crazy when I say Jaguar. It sounds wrong. Yeah, I've never wrong. heard that. Say aluminum. Aluminium. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> um, <laughs> But uh, with Christopher Nolan showing his interest in directing a Bond movie next and Paul Giamatti sharing his wishes to play a Bond villain, it seems that there may be hope for the series yet after Sam Mendes seemingly buried it alive after a run of mediocre films. For me, I'd love to watch a Bond film with real care put into it once again. Visions of Casino Royale. Is there anything that would pique your interest in this series again or is there truly no hope for it? Um, I think there's hope for Sorry, it. Sorry, what's all that? Sam Mendes, Paul Giamatti's hit. What's happening? <laughs> a lot of names in there. Uh, this has been—it's kind of been one of those fan thing where, like, Christopher Nolan has, yeah, given over his interest in saying he'd maybe like to do a Bond thing. I always thought that oh. was kind of what his what Tenet was a little bit was like his his go yeah, out of Bonds type of thing. Spy film. And then Giamatti, obviously, because that's always, like, especially in the UK, it's an ongoing conversation. Who's going to be the next Bond? Who's going to be the mm-hmm. next Doctor Who? It's like these things baked in, um, but like Doctor Who, I've never really, never really cared about James Bond that much. Um, I think the next Bond should be Gabrielle Sidibe. Letting the side down. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't know. I'd be happy with one James Bond film every ten years, you know, and just make it like really good, you know. Like I don't need a James Bond film every yeah, year. Yeah, there are those like, um, like Her Majesty's Secret Service. It's kind of like just a one-off Bond movie. Like that actor never yeah. played Bond again. I would if like Nolan decided to go like something like that. I, I wouldn't mind it. I think that'd be cool. It's like a one-off Bond Nolan movie that like I, you know they don't yeah. like, make another one. I didn't even see the last one. I would trust Nolan with Bond. Like you know the actor he plays him once. And that's it. Like <laughs> I would like something like because it's just it's just different. You know? Yeah. Uh-huh. It needs a refresh, that's for sure, if they want to keep it. Yeah, it needs something new. I, I would trust Nolan. Which is, it. you know, that's what the Daniel Craig ones were. And I think it worked for a time. But yeah, it would be... Yeah, I thought Casino yeah, Royale I, was awesome. But uh, yeah. I don't think any have gone that good since. I just kind of feel like Tenet is that. <laughs> it's like, it's just a great spy movie by Nolan. Yeah, that's the thing. It's not that exciting to me. I'd rather just see Chris Nolan do something else. Like, yeah. he's, he's been there, done that with these, you know, IP movies. It would almost be like a step mm-hmm. back. That's true. With his uh, Dark Knight yeah. Yeah, movies. Yeah, yeah I, I do like Nolan. Yeah, just making original films too. Um, and yeah, you kind of, mm-hmm. you kind of just like. I feel like the most important part is the actor, more so than the director. Exactly. Yeah. Attached. 
So and I, I don't know. I do, we have these like sacred characters that I just some of them just don't connect with me, like Doctor Who, like James Bond. Yeah, but especially James Bond. I feel like is quite there's elements that are quite difficult to modernize. Um, mm-hmm. You know, <laughs> right. and it, it yeah. has there have been some very awkward like moments in these latest Daniel Craig ones, like as a result of that difficulty of uh, transferring uh-huh. some of the cliches and stuff over. You know, yeah, post yeah. Austin Powers and everything. That's just, I don't know. You have to have a really good story to tell and a really good actors to tell it. If you're not going to do the goofiness, you know. Uh huh. Right. Maybe think they can go goofy again. And just do something really stupid. Yeah, we need some goofiness. Some good water world with it. Yeah. Yeah. Why not? Hmm. I would. Yeah, Nolan should do more uh, franchise IPs. You think so? Yeah, I mean Batman worked out pretty well. I like I like yeah, seeing his spin on existing things because he seems to have like a way to change things and do things in a way that makes sense and like he's not just going to be following exactly what everyone else has done. He's going to be adding his own flavor to it. Mm. And I feel like yeah. may, my maybe my biggest criticisms of other existing Nolan films is when he kind of gets too much up his own ass and I feel like the franchise IP thing it would be a nice balance, you know. It ties him down a bit. Yeah, yeah maybe, I think, think it would be good for yeah, him. Yeah, like that's that's what makes like the the Dark Knight kind of so special for him is like mm-hmm. it, that's his like franchise, like that's his one, and he, he did it so well, like you know. Yeah, he doesn't yeah, want to touch it. But yeah, if you have like industry. a good idea for it, then it, it, obviously I think you should go forward with it. Um, mm-hmm. you know, as long as it comes from some place of yeah inspiration, then. I, I, I'm for it. Could be good. Yeah, who knows? It's all hypothetical. <laughs> he he hasn't said he's gonna do it. You know, he said he's interested. So we'll see. Okay, sweet. Hey. Yeah. Yeah. I just had an oh <laughs> shit moment because mm-hmm. I forgot it was my turn to recommend a movie. But so I'm just gonna go through my list here. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Let's see what's the, I'm just going to check if this the is what's world Ulysses cut. <laughs> Hooray. Oh my God. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm just checking the availability of a Blu-ray here because this might uh, affect my, Ooh, free delivery tomorrow. Okay. Why not? I'm going to recommend. What have you got? Uh, blow out. By Brian De Palma, 1981. Oh, cool. John Travolta. Have you seen it, Alex? I haven't, no. Same. It's a good movie. Also. I've heard it's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Nancy (laughs) Allen. Quentin Tarantino likes it a lot. Mm. Uh Okay, cool. Sweet. Awesome. Enjoy that. 1981. If you don't want to be spoiled for Blow Out... Watch it before the next episode. These episodes come out every two weeks. You can listen to them early by going to sardonicast.com, signing up for premium. It's only $2 a month. Also, patreon.com slash sardonicast. Uh, support the show. A little tiny tiny amount. You can listen to the shows early. Also, we got merch. Link in the description. Also, we got a Sardonicast highlights channel. Thank you so much for joining on this episode, Ralph. Yeah. Thanks. Oh, yeah. Plug your socials. Yeah. Thanks for having me. Yeah. uh, Ralph the Movie Maker. (laughs) YouTube.com slash Ralph the Movie Maker. Uh, Yeah. Check check out my my channel. I I review movies. Mm -hmm. (laughs) 
<laughs> I mean, I, I think everyone knows. You'd imagine. <laughs> everyone. Yeah, uh, thanks for having yeah. me on, guys. It's nice. It's nice to be back in the in the chair. Cool. Or whatever. That was fun. Thanks yeah, for having me. It's a good episode. Yeah. yeah, I enjoyed that. Thanks for joining. Mm-hmm. And Ralph, also, if you're if you're missing Ralph so much, you also do your own podcast thing as well, right? Yeah. Yeah, you can listen to right that if you want to want to hear me do a podcast. Get a yeah, triple Ralph. My own, yeah, yeah. Mm, triple Ralph. Right. Yeah. Thanks. Yeah. Thanks. Double yeah. Kevin. Triple Ralph. Thanks for plugging <laughs> that for me, Adam. Oh, of course. <laughs> All right. Thank you, everybody, for listening. Have a happy, easy grab. Yeah. Happy Shrek, everybody, <laughs> and a Shrek. <laughs> Fuck. Nothing's free in Waterworld. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's what I should have said for the, <laughs> Fuck. For the, for the Patreon plug. I was, should have said nothing's oh, free. Yeah, yeah. yeah, it's $2 a month. Nothing's free in Waterworld, asshole. Nothing's free in Sardonicast. What are you thinking? <laughs> Come on. Oh, All right. Thanks yeah. for listening, everybody. Bye-bye. <laughs> See you, everyone. <laughs>